Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. It is, of course, by the time on the wall, ladies and gentlemen, it is 8.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we welcome you to the WCWSHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you, of course, episode number 1106 of the broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, of course, filling in for our 2000. 2000- 
Styles is Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, who is, of course, King NWO Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geronimo, or, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. Already on the already here with us here, ladies and gentlemen, getting prepared to, of course, bring us our first take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. He is, of course, a multiple-time title holder in both not only in WCWS but also, of course, group uh, the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the team which brings you WCWS Raw Radio. Of course, every Monday afternoon right here on Talk Show. He, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, hails, of course, from the great city and state of Front Royal, Virginia. With no disrespect intended, the ECW original Taz. This man, of course, is the true, true suplex machine. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring, I welcome to episode 1106 of WCWS Revolution, of course, one and only Mr. John Gross. John, we welcome you, sir, to 1106 of Revolution. Thank you very much for being here with us here tonight. We, of course, hope to hear from more of our guys here, of course, here in the next little while. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444, caller ID, one three eight zero five five pound the magic six numbers and press that one ladies and gentlemen if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here of course here this evening of course in addition to of course our news and views of history and birthday reports here tonight we will of course finish our discussion as to what happened monday night of course raw we will also bring you of course rundown of course all the matches that took place last night at nxt's vengeance day event and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about, of course, any results that do come in as far as tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite, of course, here is concerned. And, of course, with some and some more updates, more updates about anything, of course, all going on here in the world of wrestling, of course, here. Well, in our wrestling extras here segment, uh, of course, throughout the night. So, we and, of course, like I said, we're glad that you're with us, and of course, also, we hope to have more folks on here, of course, here as well. Uh, good to have you here, of course, folks, for 1106 of Revolution here tonight. Of course, now the time on the wall says 9.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we will now turn it over to 411mania.com to, of course, bring you some of the, some of the, of course, wrestling stories that they have on tap here with us for us here tonight. Of course, WCWS Radio Network. <clears throat> As always, thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read these stories on all of our shows, of course, in addition to right here on Revolution, of course, also on Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, as well as, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, on Sports Machine. And ladies and gentlemen, we hope to get a lot more of our shows up and going in 2022, whereas we will, of course, utilize 411 Mania, of course, and, uh, of course, any stories that would, of course, be a perfect fit, of course, to, uh, to of course, each of those shows. Hopefully, we'll get those up here going very, very soon. Our first story of the evening, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story here tonight as CM Punk. Uh, 
of course, I'm sure that tonight officially sets, of course, the stipulation for the MJ his match against MJF at AEW's Revolution. Sam Punk has announced a stipulation for his rematch with MJF at AEW Revolution on tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. Punk cut a promo in which he talked about how MJF considers himself Piper in Portland, of course, also known as Roddy Piper, and how over he was in the city. Uh, he's actually just crappy little Max from crappy little Long Island. Of course, that's not the word that Punk used, but you know what I mean. Punk then said that he'll be facing MJF at the March 6th pay-per-view and picked the stipulation noting that if MJF wants to be tethered to Piper so badly, he'll be in a dog collar match with CM Punk, the way Piper faced Greg Valentine with the same stipulation back at Starcade in 1983. Of course, AEW's Twitter account posted on here tonight, at CM Punk presents the at the underscore MJF with quite the offer for their rematch. Watch hashtag AW Dynamite live on at TBS Network right now. And there's a picture, of course, right there on this tweet if you wish to, of course, take a look at that. Okay, our next story... Our next story right here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story right here as he talks, as, of course, Rick Flair talks about his split from his partner. Says no one from WWE reached out afterwards. Rick Flair recently discussed his split from his partner, Wendy Barlow, noting that no one from WWE reached out to him as was announced. As reported, Flair announced in late January that he and his wife, Wendy Barlow, had split after several years on the last episode of the Ric Flair Woo Nation Uncensored podcast. Flair got emotional talking about the split and why it happened. Here are some highlights per Wrestling Inc. On their split, Flair says, everybody wants to just be negative. She still runs my business affairs, handles my personal life. There's nothing wrong with our relationship. I'm really difficult to live with because I travel. I signed autographs, and she did that for nine straight years, and she got tired of it, tired of it, and I get it. On WWE and its members not reaching out to him afterwards, Flair said, what killed me, of all the people, Charles Barkley, Darius Rucker, Kid Rock, can call me and say, is everything cool, which they have, and I go, yeah, everything's great, and life changes, and we go in different directions. Not one person from, w- from the WWE called me, not one. The most insensitive people in the world, People giving my life to, and they give me a lot of theirs. When you're not, when you're not there, they don't care. I don't resent them for it. I know who reached out to me, and and who reached out to her, and who didn't. If you're that insensitive, shame on you. Executives have reached out, but I'm talking about my wrestling friends. It's life. It's wrestling, and the lesson that should be learned is that when you're so ramped up in your life as I was, now I look back on my career and say, you know what? I don't feel so bad. I'm either. It's a full-time job being a wrestler. Of course, if you want to take a listen to this, if you have access to, of course, uh, Apple Podcast, you can, of course, listen to, of course, this episode of Ric Flair's podcast called Woo Nation Uncensored, courtesy, of course, of, of Apple Podcast. And, of course, obviously, I had no idea, of course, that that, that even happened. Huh. That is, my goodness. 
Henry Thomas posted this story tonight. As Miro recalls the, the stable of the League of Nations, says there were internal issues in the group. Miro looked back at the short-lived League of Nations stable and how there were tensions within the group during a recent interview. The AW star talked about the 2015 group during his appearance on the Kurt Angle show, and here are some highlights per Wrestling Inc. On a stable failing to take off, Miro says, man, talk about what a great opportunity the League of Nations is. We were told we were going to be put together, and nobody told us we were going to be a punching bag for Roman Reigns. That's the only reason we're doing this. I thought looking at three former champions, big guys, strong guys, international guys, we haven't had anything like this on the roster. On night number two, we lost to Roman Reigns four-on-one, and ever since that night, we knew we were just destined to do this, to do just nothing but jobs. Two years ago, Sheamus spoke about the group and how strange it was to put four strong heels on their own together to form, in his words, a really weak faction. Continuing to talk about the League of Nations, Miro spoke about the WrestleMania 32 match with the New Day involving Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Miro talked about what it was like to be in the ring with so many Hall of Famers and taking the stunner from Steve Austin. On eternal tensions in the group, Miro says, it is what it is. It still got us a WrestleMania match with the New Day. That time had a a lot internally within the group, so there was a lot of fighting going on. I'm not proud of that by any means. It was so messed up that that even practices, you know, you have to talk about the matches every now and then. And you couldn't get all of us together. It was such a disaster. And then the match, then the match day came, and even before the match, we almost got in, in a fight within us. Right before we walked out, we almost got in a fight. The four of us, we went out there and had the match. We also had a bad attitude, like why why these Hall of Famers coming in. And his maneuvers on this. And on taking a stunner from Steve Austin, Miro says, But at the end of the day, I love Steve Austin. I wanted to take the stunner and I got to take it. The people loved it. We won whatever. Then when the music hit and Sean came down and everything, people loved it. I loved it. It was a great moment. I took my favorite bump, which is the stunner, which I've seen so many times on TV before. Call me a mark, not for myself, but for the business. But when you grow up watching Cross World, and do it with the man, not with Kevin Owens, of the actual man, of course, I'm going to do it. I took the rocks, stunner, bump right through the ropes. Best day ever. Our next story, of course, right here. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Hiroshi Tenzan is dealing with a knee injury and he is now currently off the NJW. Golden Series. Hiroshi Tenzan is out of the remainder of the NJPW New Year's Golden Series tour due to a knee injury. NJPW announced on Wednesday that Tenzan is dealing with a right knee injury as off the remaining shows for the tour. Tenzan missed yesterday's show as well. The announcement, of course, reads as follows. Hiroshi Tenzan, the missed remainder of New Year's Golden Series. Thank you for supporting Pro Wrestling. Following his absence in Corcoran Hall on February 15th, Hiroshi Tenzan will be out of action for the remainder of the New Year's Golden Series due to a persistent right knee injury. We apologize to fans who were looking forward to seeing Tenzan wrestle and appreciate your understanding. The announcement also has an extensive list of car changes as a result of the change. Of course, you can check out, of course... You can check out, of course, the link, or you can check out, of course, anything involving New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm sure 
know how about that. If we don't have a link on this page, I don't see one here, but but we'll of course uh, I would check out of course anything involving NJP NJPW. I'm sure we'll say something about that. <clears throat> Our next story here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as the results of NWA Power from uh, yesterday, of course, uh, Team War Finals in the main event, and also some more. And here is here is what, what took the last episode of NWA Power saw the finals of Team War and more. You can see the result of the show right here, courtesy of Fightful. The episode aired last night on Fight TV. The British Invasion defeated the team of Jaden Roller and Fable Jake. Tootie Lynn with Kylie Ray in her corner defeated Marty Bell with Allison Kay in her corner. And also, Austin Idol told Sion that he wants to help him. Also, Jedi uh, versus Natalia Markova went to a countout. Melina defeated Christy James, and Matt Cardona defeated Victor Benjamin. <sighs> also, Team War, the Team War Finals, Strictly Business, and El Rudo defeated The End and Rodney Mack. So you can check out, of course, here. Uh, you can, of course, uh, uh, check out these tweets, courtesy of the NWA, of course, Twitter account, at NWA. Going back to AEW, we have some rankings, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy Thomas has posted this uh, with the new number one contenders in all of the divisions. Jeremy Thomas has this, and here we go. The last AEW rankings are in with new number one contenders and more. The full rankings are right here. Of course, they were released here today. The men's division saw Lance Archer drop a spot about the number four, with Adam Cole moving up a spot to become the new number one contender. Dante Martin was up a position to number two with Powerhouse Hobbs rising two places to number five. Andrade Eli Dolo slipped out of the top five with Wardlow coming in as the new number five. The women's rankings also saw a new top-ranked contender in Thunder Rosa who traded places with Layla Hirsch between number one and two. The remainder was stable with Serena Deep and Jake Velvet filling out the top five. Finally, the tag ranking saw the Eclan take the top spot up from last week and displacing the Gun Club, who fell to number four. Kings of the Black Throne went up two spots to number two, followed by a private party up from number five. The Gun Club and also FTR down to from number three. Here, of course, are the, as I said, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, the uh, men's division cursed AW World Champions Adam Page, two, two and under. 48, 15, and 1 overall. AEW TNT champion, you know, Sammy Guevara, 5 and 0 this year, 39 and 25 overall. Number one now, Adam Cole, 4 and 0 this year, 16 and 4 overall. Last week he was at number two. Number two, Dante Martin, 6 and 0 uh, this year, 41 and 19 overall. Last week, number three. Number three, Powerhouse Hobbs, 6 and 1 this year, 41 and Seven tall last week, he was number five. Number four, Lance Archer, five and one this year, 45 and 10 overall. Last week, of course, he was he was the top at the top spot. And number five, Wardlow, three and one this year, 42 and seven overall. Last week he was not rated at all. The women's division, as we said, AW women's champion, unfortunately, is still Dr. Britt Baker. 2-0 this year, 41 and 19 overall. AWTS. 
champs. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Jade Cargill, who's actually a man, five and zero this year, twenty-seven and zero overall. <clears throat> of course, that doesn't change my mind about him, her, whatever you want to call it. Uh, number one, Thunder Rosa, two and zero this year, forty-nine and seven overall last week. Number two, number two, Layla Hirsch, four and zero this year, thirty and twelve overall. Last week she was at number one. Number three, Serena Deeb, three and zero this year, fifteen and five overall. Last week, of course, uh, was still in the same spot as of like last week. She's at number three. Number four is Anna J, four and one this year. 26 and 11 overall. She remains at number four. And number five is Red Velvet, three and one this year, 43 and 21 overall. She also remains at number five. The tag team division, as we said, <clears throat> uh, the current tag team champions, of course, are Jurassic Express, five and zero, of course, this year. Number, number one right now is the acclaimed, three and one this year. Last week, they were, of course, at number one. Number two, Kings of the Black Throne. 2-0 this year. Uh, last week, they were number four. Number three, Private Party. 2-1 this year. Last week, they were number five. Number four, The Gun Club. 3-1 this year. Last week, they were at the top spot. And number five, FTR. 2-1 this year. Last week, they were number three. These are the official rankings as of, as of, of course, right now. And, of course, hopefully at some point, someone will be able to knock out both knock down knock Britt Baker and Jade Cargill down a bit and get those belts off of them. It's my personal opinion. 411 Mania, of course, is currently providing live coverage of tonight's edition of AW Dynamite. You can check out what the guys at 411 Mania are currently saying about, of course, the action going on right now. Of course, one match, of course, being talked about here is the TNT title match tonight with Sammy Guevara defending against Darby Allen. So be sure to, of course, uh, check out what the guys at 411 Mania are saying about tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite, giving their personal thoughts and opinions. Our next story, of course, right here. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here today as AJ Mendez, of course, you might remember her as AJ Lee, gives update on why women of wrestling, so why she joined the company. AJ Mendez recently gave an update on when WOW Women of Wrestling is set to begin filming and discuss joining the company. Mendez, of course, formerly known as AJ Lee, is an executive producer for the company and will do color commentary on the shows. She was a guest on Freddie Prince Jr.'s Wrestling with Freddie podcast, and here are some highlights per Wrestling Inc. On one of the show, we'll go into production, AJ says. So so we're actually, we'll, we'll actually be shooting pretty, I think we're maybe 60 days out. So it's getting getting kind of close. We're going to be in syndication in, syndication in the fall of 2022. Please check wowe.com for your local listings. It's also on the CWC app and the Pluto app. On joining the company, AJ says, "You know what really inspired me to join Wild was the idea that it was women behind the scenes in every capacity and women in front of the camera in every capacity." And to me, I love wrestling up wrestling and this was the perfect way to rejoin the world of wrestling but also combine it with what i'm doing now as a writer and what i have a passion for as of right now on turning down offers to the return to, to the ring aj says wrestling opportunities have popped up over the years and i've just never been ready for that i'm not sure like physically that something that that's a that like like that the fire i'm not sure like physically that something like that the fire is there but part of 
of it's always been there. But of course, as they say, ladies and gentlemen, anything can happen. Of course, in wrestling, maybe at some point down the road, we may end up seeing it. Uh, be sure to, if you have, once again, have access to Apple Podcasts. You can, of course, check out, of course, the Wrestling with Freddie uh, um, podcast here when they, of course, interviews, interviewed, of course, AJ Mendez talking about here uh, the her involvement with the Wild Wrestling promotion. So we'll have to wait and see, of course, how that will will pan out. Our next story right here, folks, Jeremy Thomas posted this story. As Lita recalls being a big supporter of Becky Lynch's talks potentially longer run with WWE. Lita is set to face Becky Lynch at Elimination Chamber as she discussed her relationship with Lynch and a potential longer run with the company in her new interview. WWE Hall of Famer spoke with the New York Post promoting the match, and here are some highlights. On being a big supporter of Lynch's early on, Lita says, when I met her, I saw the star that she could become, and so I really tried to encourage her and fight for her and put that doubt to bed as much as possible. I was just always there rooting for her. When I saw her kind of flip that, that switch and become the biggest superstar male or female that the company has seen in quite some time, I was her, just her number one cheerleader and felt happy. She was able to fight through that doubt and the doubters to become the superstar that she is. On being asked if she wanted to face Lynch right after the Royal Rumble, Lita says, I was still high from the adrenaline, and I didn't think of, of all the reasons I shouldn't and might not be able to pull it off. I didn't think about every anything. I was just like, yeah, let's do it. That's about as much thought as I gave to it. On similarities between herself and Lynch, Lita says, I was supposed to catch fire the way that it was the fans that immediately rallied behind me and were chanting my name. From, from jump that that I was like, whoa, what's happening here? And then after the fact that the office was like, well, I guess we'll highlight her more. It just kind of happened that way. The same thing, Becky wasn't supposed to be the star. She just was. I wasn't supposed to be the star. I just was. On potentially sticking around for a longer run, Lita says anything's possible. Anything could change. I'll worry about that after the chamber. I'm approaching it all with an open mind and ready to go with whatever's thrown in front of me. This is a hell of an opportunity of an opportunity. You don't know where it will lead you. So don't spend a lot of time wondering. Let's take the opportunity and make the most of it and leave it up to fate. So we'll of course, ladies and gentlemen, see how she fares, of course, this Saturday at Elimination Chamber. Of course, a lot of people I'm sure are saying that they're probably going with the new generation rather than the original. Anything, of course, you know, is possible. Jeremy Thomas posted this story right here. As Stephanie McMahon said that the docuseries will show new details about her father Vince's life. Of course, including the fact that he lost his mind a few years ago, possibly. Stephanie McMahon has given an update on the Netflix docuseries about Vince McMahon. Mona will feature some new details about her father's life. He spoke with Apple and was asked about the four-part docuseries, which is set to release on Netflix this year. When asked about what to expect, Stephanie said, Oh, my goodness, I know that there has been so many hours of interviews recorded, and I'm equal parts, you know, totally freaked out and excited all at the same time. So we'll see. Stephanie also noted that the docuseries will offer things people don't know about the WWE chairman's history, saying, Oh, you're going to learn things that you've never 
about it. I mean, this is his story. It's his life. And it's a little known story. You know, my dad grew up in a trailer park in North Carolina. Not a lot of people know that. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out the Adam's Apple. We have a YouTube video of the Adam's Apple podcast. Um, of course, when they talk to uh, Stephanie McMahon, we will post that in the interview corner page a little bit later on and let you so, and give you, of course, like I said, uh, let you listen to a little bit of what to say about that. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as there is an update on the contract status of Chris Jericho and AEW and how long his current deal is. During the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, it was reported that Chris Jericho will be with AEW until 2024 at least. According to Dave Meltzer, Jericho's two-year extension option was picked up before the pandemic started way back in January 2020. As previously noted, most of the initial contracts for AEW were for three years with possible two-year options to extend. Jericho initially signed with the company in 2019. Several of the deals that were originally signed were likewise extended, including the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, including the Young Bucks. Kenny Omega's deal isn't believed to be up until next year. The exception is, of course, Cody Rhodes, who announced his departure from AEW yesterday as believed to be WWE bound. And, of course, I hate to put up anything about spoilers. Um, I am going to... Going to go ahead and read this. This story came out last night from Jeremy Thomas, as we apparently have some spoilers for the very first episode of NXT's Level Up. WWE taped matches <clears throat> before last night's NXT Vengeance Day for the first episode of NXT Level Up, and the spoilers, of course, are officially online. You can see the results for the show air Friday night at 10 p.m. in the slot previously occupied, of course. It, it took a place up to a five live. This was per Wrestling Inc. Nigel McGinnis and Sudu Shah were the commentary team, while Alicia Taylor and Kelly Kincaid, who, of course, we, we now found out that was uh, Quinn McKay from Ring of Honor, of course, were the official ring announcers. The matches here Harlan defeated Javier Bernal, Fowley Fa- and Kayla in, uh, Inlay. Defeated Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley, whose real name of who, of course, was also known as Natalie Holland. And Ed, Idris Inofe defeated Kushida. And obviously, Jacob uh, Jacob Cohen uh, posted a couple of tweets uh, yesterday um, at his tw- Twitter. You can check out his Twitter account, at Mr. Jacob Cohen. I like the NXT L up stage, and there's a picture of, of it on, the, on this tweet. And the other tweet says, getting prepped for the first episode of NXT Level Up. And there's another picture, of course, posted on that tweet as well. So, folks, there you have it there with, of course, some of your some of your uh, wrestling news and views here, of course, here for, uh, for, 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 of course, tonight. We do, of course, as always, thank our friends at Fania.com for allowing us to read those stories here, of course, here as always. <clears throat> of course, we give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WCW US Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duck 
take not beat that old-fashioned combination <clears throat> nor nor have we ever tried to do that in the past six years now let's see what john has here uh, up and going even as we speak here folks for the first take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports for today february the 16th we start with the wrestling portion and here we go on the state in 1985 bruno san martino comes out of retirement to wrestle his first match since 1980 as he teams with his son david the face of the team of Paul Orndorff and Bobby Heenan in Philadelphia. On say 1997, WWF presented In Your House Final Four. 6,399 were in attendance and a dark match here. The Godwins defeated the Headbangers. Some of the other matches, Mark Merrow defeated Leaf Cassidy, who, of course, would be known as Al Snow. The Nation of Domination defeated Goldust, Bart Gunn, and Flash Funk in a six-man tag. Rocky defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley to re- to hold on to the Intercontinental title. Doug Furness and Philip LaFon defeated Owen Hart and the British Bulldog by countout in a tag team title match. And Bret Hart defeated The Undertaker, Vader, and Stone Cold Steve Austin in a fatal four-way match to win the vacated WWF title. The match was scheduled to be to be for the WWF title because Shawn Michaels was, was, not, was scheduled to be not for the belt. Shawn Michaels was the champion. On uh, February 13, 1997, he, of course, vacated the title. We all know why. <clears throat> Excuse me. On a date in 1998, The Rock g- gave the nation and domination gifts, but he gave the leader, Farouk, a life-size picture of, of, of course, as, of course, as you know, he was the current holder of the Intercontinental title. On a date in 1998, The Rock gave the nation, I'm, I'm sorry, on also that same day, Rick Martel defeated Booker T to win the WCW World TV title from Monday Nitro in Tampa, Florida. On this day in 1999, at a taping of Monday Night Raw in Chattanooga, Tennessee, The Undertaker defeated Kane in the second-ever Inferno match. On that match, The Undertaker burnt Stephanie McMahon's teddy bear on fire. We also saw the first match of Paul White. Of course, we know him as the Big Show as he took on The Rock for the WWF title. And all public enemy make their WWF debut with a DQ win over Edge and Gangrel. Their WWF run sadly would last only six weeks. On a state in the year 2000, Hacksaw Jim Duggan is declared the new WCW TV champion after finding the belt in a trash can. On a state in 2004, Booker T and RVD defeated Evolution to win the World Tag Team titles in Bakersfield, California. And Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit wrestled their first one match with Michaels winning that contest. Speaking of Public Enemy on this day in 2006, Johnny Grunge sadly passed away at the age of only 39. On this day in 2009, Randy Orton, RKO, Stephanie McMahon in the skull. On this day in 2010, WWE presented the last ever episode of ECW on Sci-Fi from the Sprint Center in Kansas City, Missouri. In the main event, Ezekiel Jackson defeated Christian to win the ECW title and in rules match. On his day in 2007, Shawn Michaels makes his first in-ring SmackDown they met his first ring match on SmackDown as he teams with John Cena to defeat Mr. Kennedy, that's Kennedy, and MVP. Uh, on his day in 2017, we, we lost, of course, George the Animal Steel at the age of 79 in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Steel became one of the most popular wrestlers during the 1980s in the WWE 
WWF and E and feuded with Randy Savage after Randy Savage after developing a K-Fab crush on Savage's manager valet Miss Elizabeth. And also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, sadly we would lose Nicole Bass at the age of 52. On this date in 2020, the main event of NXT takeover from Portland, Oregon, Adam Cole, baby, retained the NXT title against Tommaso Ciampa. Also on the card, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne defeated Bobby Fish Riley for the tag NXT tag team titles, and Finn Balor was victorious over Johnny Gargano. Happy 50, and also one happy 53rd birthday today to Gangrel. Now go to your pop culture history and birthday reports here. On this day in 1559, Pope Paul IV calls for deposition of sovereigns supporting hearsay. 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 There you go. On this day in 1677, the Earl of Shaftesbury arrested and confined in the Tower of London. On this day in 1741, Benjamin Franklin's General Magazine begins publishing. 1760, Native American hostages killed at Fort Prince George in South Carolina. 1771, Charles Messier presents his original list of 45 M objects to the French Academy. On state in 1777, Charles Messier adds M53 to his catalog. On his 38, Kentucky passes law permitting women to attend school under conditions. On the state in 1861, Abraham Lincoln stops his train at Westfield on his way to Washington to thank 11-year-old Grace Bedell in person for her advice to grow a beard to gain more votes. On the state in 1862, Fort Donaldson is captured by General Ulysses S. Grant following the surrender of around 12,000 Confederate soldiers. 1864, the Battle of Mobile, Alabama operations by the Union Army. On the state in 1880, the American Society of Mechanical Engineers forms. 1887, the first newspaper convention held in Rochester, New York. 1900, the first Chinese daily newspaper in the United States publishes. Chung Sai Yat Po was published in San Francisco. On say 1913, President William Howard Taft agrees not to intervene in Mexico. 1915, Frank Home announces retirement following a contract dispute with Connie Mack. He sits at he sits out the nineteen fifteen season. On the state nineteen seventeen, the first synagogue in four hundred and twenty-five years opens in Madrid. In nineteen twenty-nine, in a mysterious murder suicide, Ned Doheny Jr., son of oil magnate Edward L. Doheny, dies along with Secretary Hugh Plunkett at Grace Mansion Hills, of course, in Los Angeles. On the state in 1934, Austrian Civil War ends with the defeat of the Social, Social Democrats and the Republican Schutzbund. 1938, the United States Federal Crop Insurance Program is authorized. On the state in 1943, sign on Munich facade, out with Hitler, long live freedom, done by a White Rose student group, caught on February 18th and beheaded on February 22nd. Same day, the World War II, the USSR reconquers Kharkov. On the state 1945, Venezuela declares war on Nazi Germany. On the state 1948, 20th Century Fox movie tone, movie tone news is shown on NBC. On the state 1950, <laughs> the, TV, the game show What's My Line begins on CBS. The first host, according to John 
was Justin, myself, and JD. Oh, that's hilarious, John. That's very funny. Also, on that same day, writers failed to elect anyone into Baseball's Hall of Fame. 1953, Tay Williams safely crash lands his damaged Panther jet, later awarded the Air Medal. 1981, 1961, I'm sorry. Uh, 1961, the U.S. Sorry about that here, folks. I got to go back and find it. My apologies. I kind of lost the U.S. Satellite Explorer 9 is launched. 1964, the Beatles' second appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show from the Dollville Hotel in Miami, Florida. 1967, New York Yankees pitcher Red Ruffing is elected to Baseball Hall of Fame. 1968, receives a gold record for How Great Thou Art. 1969, Alice Delveco picks up an assist in a 6-2 defeat at Minnesota, becomes the third player in NHL history to score 1,000 career points. 1972, Wilt Chamberlain of the Los Angeles Lakers becomes the first player in NBA history to reach the career 30,000-point mark during a 110-109 loss to the Phoenix Suns. 1975, the Capitals win their first shutout as they defeat the Kansas City Scouts 3-0. D-Fat. Okay. Yeah. Also, that same day, the the 17th, Daytona 500, Benny Parsons wins after Kel Yarborough sends race leader David Pearson spinning on the backstretch. Parsons avoids the accident and takes the victory. On state 1980, speed skater Eric Hyden wins 5,000-meter record 702.29, second of record five gold medal sweep of events at Lake Placid. On the state 1982, Agatha Barber is elected the first female president of Malta. 1984, the Devils beat the Whalers in overtime, 6-5. 1985, the largest NBA crowd to date, 43,816. Sees Philadelphia take on Detroit. Also that same day, the Devils scored their fastest hat trick, 42. On state 1986, Jeff Bonine wins on fuel mileage at the 28th Daytona 500 after Dale Earnhardt forced the pit for gas with three laps to go, then blows engine, leaving the pits, denying Earnhardt his eighth Daytona 500, his his eighth try at the Daytona 500. 1989, Egypt, Iraq, Jordan, and North Yemen form a common market, and Dodgers pitcher Oral Hershiser signs a 7.9 million contract. Also, Roger Clemens signs 7.5 million three-year contract on that same day. 1992, Goodyear blimps are now painted yellow and blue, and the LA Lakers retire Magic Johnson's number 32 uniform. 1992, Davey Allison joins his father Bobby as a race winner. Richard Petty and A.J. Foyt's last drives in the event and with Petty retiring in 1992. 1997, Jeff Gordon wins his first Atona 500 race as Hendrick Murray posts a 1-2-3 finish with Gordon winning ahead of both Terry Labonte and Ricky Craven. 1999, O.J. Simpson's 1968 Heisman Trophy is sold for $230,000 to help settle a $33.5 million civil judgment against Simpson for the deaths of his ex-wife and her friend. 2001, Matthew Schneider, the Los Angeles Kings, becomes the first defenseman in NHL history to score a goal against all 30 NHL teams. 
played for the four nothing. 2008, Michael Waltrip wins his second Daytona 500, the 45th Daytona 500. The race ends after 109 laps when the when rain pours out on the track. This is Michael Tr- Waltrip's third win in the NASCAR Cup Series. This day, 2004, Pittsburgh Penguins lose their 12th consecutive home game, at, which is an NHL record. 2005, the 2004-05 NHL season is canceled by Goodman. It's the first time a North American Professional Sports League has called off a season due to a labor dispute. 2014, the East beats the West in the 63rd NBA All-Star Game. 2020, America evacuates 400 citizens for the infamous virus-infected cruise ship Diamond Princess quarantine in Yokohama Port in Japan. On its date last year, U.S. winter storm continues with Dallas recording its lowest temperature in 70 minus 2 degrees Fahrenheit. Happy 64th birthday to Ice-T, and of course, I'm very thirsty, by the way. He was a part of WrestleMania 2000 when he sang The Godfather and D-Lo Brown to the ring. The movie Black Panther was released on this day in 2018. Happy Gilmore was released on this day in 1996. And also, of course, Muppet, Muppet Treasure Island was released on that same day. The Witches was released on this day in 1990. And John said that's all he's got for his take on the Red Hot Culture History and Birthday Reports here tonight. We do thank you very much, John, for bringing that to our attention. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank 411 Mania for bringing us tonight's news and tonight's wrestling news and views report here this evening. 9.42 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here, folks. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. is a Wednesday, February 16, 2022. WCWS Revolution episode number 1106. Excuse me, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw coming at you from the HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, and the human suplex machine John Gross coming at you from Front Royal, Virginia. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we do have another. We do have another gentleman, of course, here. Another here, folks. Let's go ahead and bring him in here right now. He said, "He says, I mean, I mean, he is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the general manager of, of course, uh, WWS Fan Empire, of course, here on Facebook, as well as, of course, he brings you your daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports on both Fan Empire, as well as, of course, uh, Entertainment Cavalcade. Of course, he's a multiple time." Title and both WCW US and GSWI. Also, ladies and gentlemen, he does help in the great city and state of Indianapolis, Indiana. And of course, if you see him going down the road or walking, walking up and down the sidewalk, what have you, in, in any capacity here, folks, be sure, of course, you can acknowledge him, of course. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, of course, like I said, he does. Of course, uh, he does. Of course, does does. Of course, uh, strike a resounding resemblance to both now Arsenio Hall and Lionel Richie, but also has, of course, regained. 
has also regained, uh, gained, of course, reputation of kind of looking like, of course, one and only James Brown. And, of course, the way you can acknowledge him, ladies and gentlemen, is by simply giving him one of these. Hello. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm going to get in the hot tub. It's going to make me sweat. I'm going to get in the hot tub. But it's going to make me wet. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm referring to, of course, the man who, of course, now is, of course, the fish known as Hot Tub Man Number One. Of course, currently sitting in the hot tub here right now, even as we speak here, of course, here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to, ep- to of course, episode number 1106 of WCWS Revolution. Of course, he is the Godfather of Soul, the one and the only, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, sir, to 1106. Thank you. And thank you very much here for joining us here tonight. And of course, obviously, uh, just I, of course, with the paddle to hit JD whenever he doesn't make it on the show. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, with that being, with that being, uh, with that, with that being said, of course, here. Uh, with that, of course, being that, of course, being said here. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and get to it here, guys. Uh, of course, like I said, John did give his personal thoughts and opinions about about Monday night's edition of Raw. We did not really get a chance to hear from Justin about his take about what happened Monday night. So let's go ahead and start with that here first. Uh, Justin, what was your take about anything that did take place Monday night on Raw leading up towards Elimination Chamber? Um, Raw was the was was, was BS. I mean, the main I did not like the main event, and um, I, um, Randy, um, everybody, um, Seth Rollins, um. Beat Randy Orton, and everybody knew this, and that all made sense to me. Everybody knew that Seth Rollins cannot beat Randy Orton, and um, what else? Um, um I saw uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the um, twenty, the um, Reggie, Reggie won the twenty four seven championship. I hated that, and um. I think Red, uh, Reggie, um, Red, he's annoying. Reggie, I find him annoying. And uh, Lita, um, I think, I think, I believe Lita is not going to beat Becky Lynch this this Saturday because, um, um. And I'll uh, see what else. I did not. Um, and uh see. Trying to see what else. It was called. It was boring. We just the show was just boring. I mean, it was the sh- Monday Night Raw was just like a game show. And mm-hmm. um, 
and uh that's all i can say okay well good point good 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 point to be there okay and guess what you know what i just heard um um I heard I heard that W I heard that um that WWE's um getting a push for uh, for Cody Rhodes. I mean, I mean, that's that's that, that, I mean, in, in a possible WrestleMania match. This is this is this is this is that, that's that makes me really fit cringe. Well, that is that is something that has been mentioned in and of course in the wake of this. Of this story about, of course, Cody and Brandy leaving AEW. So, so apparently, apparently, if this is if this is in fact, I'm sorry, that's my phone. Okay. Okay. Um, but of course, like that's okay. But uh, of course, obviously, you know, if if this is the case, if Cody is coming to WWE. Or of course, that's or, or Justin. That could be the music that JD listens to every time he wants to have fun. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm yeah. Anyway, anyway. But if this is in fact the case, if Cody is coming to WWE, then obviously they would have some time. If they were smart, they might would probably have some time to put something together. But I mean, of course, obviously, with you know. No but of course, you know, knowing Vince, he probably might, uh, he might, this might be an opportunity he might end up wasting like he normally wastes about everything else. Um, but um, we're just going to have to continue, of course, to watch all this and see. But of course, this is obviously, of course, a really big blow. Um, and of course, obviously, of course, the the, the thing with uh, uh, um, you know, I wonder how AEW is going to, of course, uh, if they're going to be able to continue to stay on the right path and all that, and all with this setback here, and um, obviously, this is going to be the ultimate test right here. I mean. Of course, a lot of people are thinking that maybe it could be that, you know, like what J.D. was saying last night. I mean, it could be something to the point to where, you know, it could be something to the point that, to where that obviously Cody's going there to, to try to, to, you know, get a little, get a, probably good to, to get a little, a little possibly pay back on Vince and maybe at some point down the line possibly try to, yank the company away from them and all that stuff so of course obviously anything of course would be would be better than what WWE is currently doing right now because WWE is not really putting out anything that's that's worth a darn at this point so anything of course obviously is possible here guys uh, but uh but thank you of course very much here justin and john left his thoughts of course here last night um and now, speaking of last night, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead here. Um, of course, as you, of course, as you know, NXT did hold their, of course, their. Um, I guess you could say you start saying their annual Valentine's Day event entitled Vengeance Day. Uh, obviously, of course, like I said, there was not many matches. There was not that many matches, of course, uh, 
involved with this, but let's go ahead and do some discussion about it while, and of course, hopefully we'll probably hopefully hit, get to hear from, from JD, of course, sometime before the show is over with. Let's go ahead here. And John and Justin, I will talk to you, of course, about this first um, first match, of course, here in nine minutes and 52 seconds. We saw Pete Dunne get by Tony D'Angelo in a weaponized steel cage match. Uh, Justin, let's start with you there, bud. What's your personal thoughts about this match, Pete Dunne defeating Tony D'Angelo? I want D'Angelo to win. Okay. John, your thoughts about this match right here? Pete Dunne winning the weaponized steel cage match? John felt the same way as Justin. Um, That next one here in 7 minutes, 54 seconds. Of course, the the match for the women's tag team titles, obviously, we figured that at some point Mandy Rose was probably going to probably stick her nose, uh, was going to possibly stick her nose in in this in in, in all this, uh, but but of course Gigi Do- Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane, two thirds of Toxic Attraction, was able to retain the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles over Indy Hartwell and Persia Parade. Uh Justin, your thoughts on the NXT Women's Tag Team Title match from last night? All right. Okay. All right. John, your thoughts about this match? John thought it was also all right as well. Okay. But of course, at some point, the whole women's team that will be able to get these belts off of away from toxic toxic attraction before they really kind of poison those title belts uh, because they won't look that good once all that happens. So, anyway, in 15 minutes and 57 seconds, which was actually the longest match of the whole night, we saw Carmelo Hayes get by Kevin Cameron Grimes to hold on to the NXT North American title. Uh, Justin, what was your thoughts, of course, about the North American title? Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, John, your thoughts about the North American title matches Carmelo Hayes got by uh, Cameron Grimes? John says it was a good match. Okay. Our next one here, guys, in 9 minutes, 36 seconds, of course, the finals of the men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Looks like that the Creed brothers, Brutus and Julius Creed, of course, I'm sure they probably had help from the rest of the Diamond Mine in order to get this win. Got by MSK, of course, to, of course, earn themselves a shot at the NXT Tag Team Champions, who are, of course, currently in. Uh, possibly they're hinting toward this, as this as something that might be happening sometime around WrestleMania. But I have no idea if that will be the case or not. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about the men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the Creed Brothers earning the opportunity for the for an NXT Tag Team Title match? Wasn't that bad? 
Okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here about the Creed brothers winning the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic and earning a future shot at the tag titles? John says congratulations to, of course, to, to them, of course, as well. And I, I would say, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the main event here, uh, the NXT title match, of course, in 12 minutes and five seconds. Of course, the second longest match of the night as Braun Breaker got by Santar. Despite getting help from not only the rest of his La Familia stable, but also getting help from an unexpected, from, from someone un, unexpected, of course, here in Dolph Ziggler, uh, even getting by, of course, him as well. And, of course, we're thinking, we're, of course, a lot of people are kind of thanking Tommaso Ciampa for taking Dolph Ziggler out of the equation. Uh, to, of course, Braun Breaker was able to retain the NXT title in his first battle defense. Uh, Justin, your personal thoughts here about the uh, NXT title match. I'm glad Braun Breaker retained. Early. And of course, I'm sure you would agree that he kind of showed a lot of that spirit that his father and uncle, of course, once portrayed, of course, the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott, I'm sure. I saw a little bit of that, and I saw a little bit of a a little match on YouTube today, and I did see a little bit of Rick and Scott Steiner in, of course, Braun Breaker here. There's no doubt about that at all. So, John, your thoughts here about the about Braun Breaker retaining the NXT title? And John said it was all right. Okay, uh, Justin, what would you what would you think was the best? match of this night. I'm say the uh NXT title match. Okay, what you what would you think the worst match of it was? I'm gonna say uh um one with toxic attraction. Okay, John, what did you think? Was, what did you think? In your opinion was the best match of last night's Vengeance Day event. The NXT title match. Okay, what about the worst match of the night? And John believes there wasn't really anything not really that bad in his opinion. So but that's that's quite all right. Um, and one one more thing, one more thing about it. Of course, I can't we can't forget to, of course, kind of rating this. Uh, Justin, on a scale of one to ten, one being the worst, ten being the best. What would you rate this event last night? Two point one. Okay. Uh, John, rate this match on a scale, I mean, of this event between on a scale of 1 to 10. And John thought it was about like a 7 out of 10. Okay. Okay, gentlemen. All right. Thank you very, very much there for your thoughts here about Vengeance Day. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Vengeance Day, of course, part of our big triple threat prediction title challenge, of course, after, of course, after this took place, of 
course here i did just sign on revolution but i will mention it one more time uh for those who are taking part in in this of course here uh just just uh, heads up here uh the can clubs mint patel of course currently leading right now with four points right now we have a we have a we have a three-way tie between byron jane j brain the human suplex machine john gross and todd robinson with three votes each jared thornton has two two points and the Iceman, Jared Drama currently has one point. Uh, Justin Carter, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the Loose County Shaquille Colsevis did not, did not, I think, get in their votes in time, so they did not get any points in this at all. But, um, but of course, here, the next time we will, of course, be double-checking everything will be, of course, the, will be, of course, the two events, of course, on Saturday here, folks, with, of course, the Chamber event coming up here this Saturday afternoon at 12 o'clock. Of course, this is going to be filmed in Saudi Arabia. And then, of course, later on Saturday night will be the Impact No Surrender event, of course, here as well. I did also, we also did find out here, and I think I noticed this, because I think John added this to his title challenge, of course, here as well, that they added another match for Elimination um, Chamber. And I think I mentioned this right before when we went off the air with Revolution last night. That it was they added on another match for Elimination Chamber between Rey Mysterio and The Miz. So, like I said here, folks, if, uh, if you've already voted and have not voted for this particular match, go to the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center Third Wave Facebook page, of course, here, and uh, cast your votes here, of course, cast your votes for, of course, this uh for, for you that would win this match, of course, between Rey Mysterio and The Miz, of course, on on Saturday. So we'll get that in there, of course, here as soon as possible. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS PTC third wave. If you wish to, of course, take part in this, as we said, of course, the Elimination Chamber and Impact Snow Surrender event, of course, like I said, will be, will, of course, be the difference makers, of course, here in this. And like like I said, opportunity, uh, opportunities, of course, for several of our newest championships. Also, of course, two titles, two existing champions, of course, will be will have a will have title defenses. The Loose County Shaquille Cole Cephas will defend the NXT US Vengeance Championship, and the Iceman Jared Girolamo will be defending the Impact US Digital Media Championship, of course, as well. So be sure to, of course, like I say, get your votes in here today some of the some of the other belts of course uh, as we said the njpw us super fight championship the wcw us elimination chamber championship the wcw us horseman championship of course as you know this was a belt that was held by of course our good friend uh senor antonio gutierrez <clears throat> the aw us limitless championship the awa us diamond exchange championship Championship, WCW US Bloodline Championship, the NXT US Rival Championship, the Impact US Honor No More Championship, and the NWA US Worldwide Championship will of course be decided, of course, at this at this as well. So like I said, the more folk the more of course folks that of course jump in jump in on this, the more more uh more will be able to of course get 
uh, the more, of course, like I said, we'll be able to make, of course, a lot of these interesting, we'll have some interesting matches, of course, here indeed. So, and of course, we'll find out who's going to earn those opportunities. Excuse uh, me for just a second here, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, I do have to step away for just a brief moment here. Um, uh, Justin, if you have anything that you would like to mention, uh, just to get a couple things, of course, off your chest about a lot of things, please feel free to do so. I will be back, of course, here momentarily with 1106 Revolution. Justin, go on right ahead. I will return in just a minute. You know what? Um, I think Cody Rhodes is a, is if Cody Rhodes goes back to WWE, he's an idiot. I mean, why in the world we go back to the WWE? Why? I mean, the company treated him. I mean, I mean, I mean, his, right now his father's lying down in his grave, and and he and he and he and he and Brain wants to go 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 back to WWE. I mean, has he forgotten what Vince had done to his father and his brother? I mean, this man. Hated, hated, hated his father. I mean, he had him dressed up like polka dots, and and he hate and he hated um, Dusty Rose and Rod because his real name was Vir, um, Virgil, and Virgil was the name of the of million dollar man Teddy Biasi's manager. He even hated his brother um, um, Dustin Rose, um, who's known as Gold Dust in WWE. I mean, Cody Rhodes is a traitor, a fucking traitor, and an idiot. I mean, I mean, this means you just talked himself into. Um, I mean, has Vincent Man got brainwashed him or something? I mean, and and um, I mean he, I mean he, I mean he's um, I mean I mean that means he he's talked himself into um, letting AEW go out of business and let WWE win. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, I mean, Vincent Man is just, is just the master manipulator. I mean, Cody Rhodes should be ashamed of himself. I mean, if D Dusty Rhodes um, was alive, he'd be really, really ashamed, ashamed of his son. I mean, who's gonna be? I mean, who, if, if he leaves the AW, who's gonna, um, gonna be um, the cheap, the, uh, gonna be the one to work with Tony Khan? This is unbelievable. I'd be really furious if he goes back to WWE and Co Cody Rhodes.
ladies and gentlemen sorry about that and i'm back here now thank you very much here justin for leaving your thoughts and opinions here uh let me give you this one more time 10 10 p.m eastern standard time this is of course wednesday february 16th 2022 1605-562-0444 caller id 138055pound this is episode number 1106 of WCWS Revolution. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the godfather of soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, here with you here tonight. Coming up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, in the radio network, let's go ahead and run down the lineup. First off here, of course, at 730, 139-925-pound. WCWS Wrestling Debate, of course. Be sure to join the Loose Cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, and the NWO Madness Kingdom as they will, of course, be discussing everything that's going on in wrestling here, of course, so far. Of course, obviously with Raw. Also, of course, NXT's Vengeance Day event last night, as well as tonight's AEW Dynamite. Also, of course, Impact heading in towards their No Surrender event this weekend. Also, SmackDown and Rampage, and I'm sure there's some talk about the Cody Rhodes situation, also, of course, Elimination Chamber coming up on Saturday. Be sure to, of course, listen in on Wrestling Debate coming up here at 730-139-925 pound tomorrow night. And also, ladies, episode number 300. I believe I, I believe I did say it was episode number 343, I believe, of NWO Wolfpack, 138-521 pound. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course. We will also be talking about tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite. Also, of course, talk about, of course, the last Impact Wrestling show before No Surrender. And we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll also start getting predictions in for both, of course, uh, Elimination Chamber and the No Surrender event. Plus other wrestling extras coming your way. Be sure to join us for NWO Wolfpack tomorrow night at... Nine o'clock, one three eight, five two one pound. Of course, all part of the WCW US radio network on talkshoe.com. Uh, of course, obviously, obviously, of course, here, uh, obviously, of course, here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> um, a lot of the matches, of course, already scheduled here so far. Let's go ahead and just, just throw some out there. Uh, for both Elimination Chamber and No Surrender. Of course, like I said, we'll start doing some discussions about it here tomorrow night with Wolfpack and also, of course, this Friday, of course, on Revolution. But, of course, keep in mind, there are now officially eight matches, of course, as a part of this event. Uh, the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE title, of course, Bobby Lashley defending against Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. The Raw Women's title match, of course, Becky Lynch defending against Lita. The SmackDown Tag Team titles as the Usos will defend against the Viking Raiders. The Universal Championship match, of course, here, Roman Reigns defending against Goldberg. Falls Count Anywhere match, of course, Drew McIntyre set to take on Madcap Moss. The Elimination Chamber match for a Raw Women's title WrestleMania 38. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Piper Niven, Nikki Cross, and Miss Bliss, of course, will be a part of this. A tag, women's tag team match as Ronda Rousey and Naomi will team up to do battle against Charlotte and and Sonya Deville. Of course, her first real big time 
uh, um, first, re first real big time matchup here, of course. Here, uh, <clears throat> um, of course, here for quite some time. Of course, here so she'll be wrestling, of course, this Saturday. And also, as we just said, ladies and gentlemen, another matchup was added. It would be Rey Mysterio, of course, with his son Dominic in his corner. Will take on the Miz with his wife Maurice in his corner. So, of course, there's there's of course, like I said, your matches. There, of course, there are up for grabs here, coming up here. Uh, of course, at uh, eliminations here this Saturday. Uh, let's go ahead and give you, of course, also the also for impacts. Uh, Impacts, of course, uh, no surrender event. Of course, the Impact World Title, as Moose will defend against W. Morrissey, a ten-man tag team match. Of course, pitting Team Honor No More, which will be consisting of Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, Vincent, and Kenny King, and Maria Canellas Bennett will be in their corner as they take on Team Impact. This is now Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, Rhino, Rich Swan, and now Steve Mocklin. Uh, the Impact Knockouts title will be up for grabs as Mickey James will defend against Tasha Steeles. Savannah Evans will be in her corner. Tag uh, tag match for the Impact World Tag Team titles. <clears throat> um, uh, of course, the Good Brothers will be defending against the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa. However, a stipulation in this match that the Good Brothers lose this match they will officially be kicked out of the Bullet Club. Uh, two singles matches. First one here, Eric Young is set to take on Jay White. And Black Taurus with Crazy Steve and Rosemary in, their corner, in his corner. Set to take on Jonah, who, of course, as we knew, knew him as Bronson Reed in, in NXT. And also, the matchup was just added, as I mentioned. I, I mentioned it here before. The Impact Digital Media title will be now for grabs as Matt Cardona will now defend that title against the former champion, the person that he actually uh, won it from, and that was Jordan Grace. Of course, obviously, of course, he's been doing a lot of trash talking here towards, uh, towards uh, you know, uh, at Jordan Grace, of course, also at the expense of her husband, obviously, who is, of course, current Ring of Honor World Heavyweight champ Jonathan Gresham. So I'm sure there'll be. So I'm pretty certain that uh, there'll be some talk about that here coming up here. Uh, <clears throat> coming up here, of course. Um, coming up, there'll be some big, big time, of course, for this match, of course, popping up here this Saturday as well. John, I already, I already knew that. So I, I appreciate that. But thank you for letting me know. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have another person standing by here. Let's go ahead and bring him in here now. Come, of course, the great city and state of Columbus, Georgia. He is, of course, part of the team which brings you Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He is also a multiple-time title holder in both WCW, US, and GSWI. He, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, hails from the great city and state of Columbus, Georgia, where, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he will, of course, take you on, take, take you on in the boxing match for 10 minutes. If you try to do anything, say anything bad about a basket full of peaches. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead here and bring him into 1106 of Revolution. As we said, of course, hailing from hailing from Columbus, Georgia, one more time, of course, and one of the only, ladies and gentlemen, and a, a, the true 
king of clubs, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome Mr. Mitt Patel. Mitt, we welcome you, sir, to 1106 Revolution. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, uh, Mitt, uh, one thing we just got through, of course, uh, discussing here, um, just in a nutshell here, uh, any personal take as to what went down, of course, last night at NXT's Vengeance Day event? I mean, it was a decent show. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice thing, Dolph, appearing on the show last night. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, personal opinion out of the matches that took place, what, in your opinion, what was the best match of the night? Match of the night is Cameron Gunn and Carmella Hayes. Oh, the North American title match. Okay. Yeah. Believe it or not, believe it or not, was the longest one of the whole show. Was the North American title match? Uh, the, uh, the uh, just a uh, personal opinion. The worst, what you thought would be considered possibly the worst match of the night. Uh, the worst match of the night, or something closer, close to it. We'll say. I say. The toss to the trust match. The tag title. Uh, the, oh, the women, the women's tag title match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How would you rate this on a scale of one to ten? I gave it a solid six. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, JD's looking for sex. I got. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. Sorry. European vacation. If you ever saw that, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, as we as we said here, um, of course, tomorrow night. Of course, we are scheduled to. We are we are set to. Of course, talk about uh, making some predictions here for both elimination chamber and the impact no surrender event uh and we have not heard from of course obviously from jd i'm not sure that of course i of course to a certain degree i might it may be probably best if we don't know where he's at uh, um yeah okay <laughs> yeah um but um let's see uh no 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 by the way like i said mitt currently right now uh, of course, we'll know after, of course, this Saturday. Um, but currently, as of right now, due to, of course, the Vengeance Day uh, that took place last night, you are currently leading the prediction title challenge. You have four out of five. Uh, you have you got four out of the five predicted correctly. Uh, so you are currently leading the challenge. Not too shabby. Uh, but. Uh, but of course, unfortunately, of course, we all have to cover our we have to cover our butts because unfortunately, JD is bringing up the rear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a bad picture, ain't it? Yeah, that's a very bad picture. Okay, uh, but nevertheless, nevertheless, here, of course, obviously, one hot topic, of course, that's been on everybody's tongue here ever since, of course, last night. 
and of course we're not talking about anything that JD might have eaten, whatever. Uh, what we're talking, <laughs> um, I'm coming up with a bunch of bad ones here tonight, here, folks. My apologies. Um, the, of course, the obvious situation here um, concerning, of course, Cody Rhodes, of course, has turned the wrestling world on its ear. Uh, obviously, of course, Cody was very out was one of those very outspoken here, of course. And, you know, trying to become, like I said, the next big thing, of course, here in wrestling, obviously, to try to possibly knock WWE off its pedestal. And all of a sudden, uh, the rumors are flying hard and flying high that they're that he's going back. Um, I mean, Mitt, what's your overall take and analysis about this whole situation? I think he, he's being disrespectful to his daddy because he's trying to get us not to talk about Dusty. He wants us to talk about Cody. That's the mentality mm-hmm. he has. And I have talked to him before before he went to AEW. And that's the right. vibe of life. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean... I mean, you don't think that this is some alternative plan he's just putting out there um, that about doing some sort of, you know, you remember, I'm sure y'all probably caught wind of anything that JD did mention on the show last night um, about what, about maybe there might be some sort of backstory to this as to, re- as to the reason why. You know that Cody's doing what he's doing, or what have you. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, do you? What are the chances of, of of something like this as a as a as a possible motive, or reason reason behind, of course, why he's uh, why he's doing what he's doing? I mean. I mean, I'm not ruling out it's a possibility that we're getting work on, but for his best interest to say rumors are true, he is leaving AEW, his best bet is to go to New Japan mm-hmm. or NWO, perhaps by Ring of Honor. Now, see, that's another thing. Could that be it? I mean, there's not been a whole lot being said about Ring of Honor lately, with the exception of them being on hiatus until now. They're saying April is supposed to be having their first event back since they went on hiatus in December. With what it was supposed to be called Super Card of Honor, mm-hmm. could could this be some sort of prelude? Could this thing with Cody be some sort of prelude? If he plans on staying, someone involved in wrestling, could this be? Could this be what this what this might be about? Possibly, could he be mm-hmm. be, I be, so. be planning on something about Ring of Honor? I mean, because right now that's the only company right now that's kind of not really. I mean, in a sense, there are still out there the other wrestlers who are holding the championships, mind you. Okay, they're defending the belts. But they're doing it under the same same rules as as if it was in Ring of Honor. They're just doing it on different 
different, let's just say like a different, in a different ring, per se. Yeah, different platform. Uh, different platform. There you go. That's, that's a lot better, a different platform. Oh, you know what, Chad? I'm glad you brought, brought Ring of Honor. Because, by the way, next um, next uh, Wednesday, Mark, it's the 20th anniversary when Ring of Honor was born. And see, I don't see why they, I don't see why in the world they decided to wait till April and all that, given what Justin just said right here. You know, what better way to come back than a big anniversary like that? You know, I don't see why in the world they didn't wait till, why they couldn't have done this any sooner. I mean, February, February 23rd, 2002, when it began. Right. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, it, now, wait a minute. In, 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 in um, Impact Wrestling also celebrating a 20th anniversary at some point, or have they already done it? But um, it, um, it started. So, well, Impact. Well, Impact Wrestling started in on uh, June in June on June 19, 2002, when it was called TNA. Right. So, so that's not until the summer. So apparently, they're celebrating an anniversary this year too. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it says. That's why it says Impact 20. Right, yeah, I figured that's probably has something to do with that, yeah. So, so Mint, basically, what we're what we're throwing out here is with this situation. Of course, obviously, of course, not a whole lot of big time talk, with the exception, of course, of the of the people that are currently holding Ring of Honor's belts are out there on different platforms, whether it be on TV. Or on the independent level, which of course that's that, that's what it looks like it's going on right now. That that Ring of Honor has not been on a big time. I mean, it has not been mentioned in any wide scale, and maybe it could be because they're holding back, and maybe now it might have, this situation might have gotten a little bit more interesting here with this announcement. Of course, if this is if this and plus the announcement about Cody Rhodes here, if it's they're throwing out they're throwing out the possible rumor that it's being hyped up more and ever that he's possibly going to WWE. You know, I mean, could it be? Could that be like a smoke screen? I mean, could we say that could be like a proverbial smoke screen, possibly? And that the real truth is that he's going to be somehow and possibly helping to revamp Ring of Honor what it is and I mean, he's the only answer that i can say that can help bring back green honor that's my personal yeah. opinion unless of course that was something possibly him and maybe tony doesn't tony khan have a stake in ring of honor uh i'm not too sure i thought i thought he had something having to do with that that's why when they were talking about doing about something about ring Ring of Honor's um, um, about Ring of Honor's video library. Remember the story about that? Uh, um, you know, there, I thought there was some talk that that AEW would have been like one of those that could potentially have gone after it. And and I thought there was some talk a while back that Tony Khan had some sort of minority stake in or something oh, i heard something about that i'm not really sure but if that was the case too maybe that was something that maybe cody and tony khan could have worked out and probably using this as a smoke screen too 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but uh, but of course, it would be kind of interesting if WWE were to come out and say, "Hey, well, we well, you know, they're all hyping up this thing already coming back." I mean, it's the first time we've heard about it, and that ought to tell you something right there. Mm-hmm. That this could be, that, that that this could be nothing more than just like a ruse. And obviously, okay. Cody's not Cody's not saying where he's going. I mean, he hasn't confirmed if he's going anywhere. I mean, that's the last we've heard, right? I mean, now unless he now unless he's just wanting to get away from it all and all that for the time being, that Brandon spend more time with their with their with their child. So. So, uh, so, so a lot of this may be coming into play here, but again, like I said, we're just going to have to continue just to wait and observe this a little bit more further. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention here is I'm just hoping that because I could have sworn I saw something about this and some sort of video about this that may have come out of the NWA. I'm not sure. Um, but I'll have to probably get some further confirmation on this. Uh, something about Matt Cardona coming to an event and defeating Trevor Murdoch and winning the NWA title. Mm-hmm. I thought I saw. Is that is that is that? What, what am I trying to say? Is that did that did this happen? First of all. Uh, I don't know, but from what I heard, I think it did. Because I thought there was something on. I thought the I thought the NWA posted some sort of video on YouTube because a picture with Cardona standing above Trevor Murdoch and holding the belt and some sort of byline saying something about Cardona wins the world title. So I mean, so I mean, I I mean, like I said, I have no idea. So that's why I'm trying. So, but we'll definitely have to get some confirmation on that too, because I think because I because I mean Justin I think we chat box earlier when I mentioned something about this, of course Michelle was as well, and I had mentioned something about this. Of course I had given, I said you know what's your thoughts about it, and of course Michelle did say obviously that that he did very well deserve it, and all. But then all of a sudden, and when I started mentioning to Michelle. That well, keep in mind also that on Saturday he's got to defend the Impact Digital Media title against Jordan Grace. Oh, could not believe, could not believe that. So, I mean, this is this is intergender stuff. Obviously, apparently, there this is starting to become more and more popular. This is intergender wrestling. I mean, the man wrestling a woman. I mean. So, mm-hmm. so we're just going to have to, like I said, watch all this and and see. Um, but, but um, in the meantime, here we do have someone else now coming in on the line here, folks. Let's go ahead and bring him in here right now. He's a three-time WCW US Hall of Famer. 
He is part of the team which brings you both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons and Sports Machine on Friday, Friday afternoons, of course, right here on Talk Shoe. He is also a multiple-time title holder in both WCW US and uh, GSWI. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he hails from the great city and state of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where, of course, he does tell it like it is in the world of wrestling, sports, entertainment, and everything else in between. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he has proven time and time again that he can do that very, very well, does it very, very succinctly, and he can also do it without wearing a pair of pants, which I wish I, w- I wish he would put on a pair of pants because that would be make it more and more convincing to me. Ha ha, I'm just kidding. Anyway, let's go ahead and bring him here right now as we welcome to episode 106 of Revolution, 1106 of Revolution here tonight. You know him simply as JD, but his real name is the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, JD, thank you for being here with us with 1106 of Revolution. You have myself, you have John, uh, you have uh, <clears throat> Justin, and you have, and you have, of course, Mitt. Uh, and All I can say is to begin first off, Mitt, looks like your boyfriend is going to be running like a scalded dog when he gets his ass reamed, however, in the dog collar match because he's going to be turned out to be a little bitch. And believe me, he's going to be CM Punk's little bitch and one sorry-ass little bitch when Punk kicks his sorry little ass all over Orlando. So be ready. His ass is grass this time. And another, well, I wouldn't say surprise. This is directed to you, Chad. And this is not to be disrespectful, but tonight your heels went back on their heels, no pun intended as my beloved Pitt Panther basketball team went down to Chapel Hill and, let's just say, pulled off an upset of significant proportions at the Dean Dome tonight, 76-67. So, we got one up on, I got one up on you again. But all I can say was, it was a good game. I flipped between that and Dynamite. Dynamite was a good show tonight, I gotta say. Very good in Nashville tonight. The Thunder Rosa matchup was very good with Mercedes, and I think now it looks like we might see these two as a team going after Dr. Bitch Baker, Reba the Rat, Jamie Jackoff Hater, and of course Baker's new assistant, if you will, who was there in the front row, and I'm sure everyone saw it tonight, Sensei John Kreese, Martin Cove. We also saw a great main event with Sammy and Darby, but of course, who ruins it? More on Matt Hardy and Andrade El Ass Clown, if you will. We also saw, of that course... Was, uh, that was a five-star match. It was. It was a great, great match. And even the women's match was good tonight, too. I was impressed with the women's side. They really did pretty well tonight. But, yeah, Darby and uh, Sammy put on a great match, only to have a room by Mag- Maggot Hardy and Andrade L. Ass Clown with Jack Off Jose. And now the question is, who is the House of Black going to bring in next against Pac and Penta next week in WWE's backyard of Bridgeport, Connecticut? Is it Braun Strowman? Is it Bray Wyatt? No. The question is, who is it going to be? We don't know. And It might be J.D.'s also, girlfriend. What's that? I say it might be J.D.'s girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a big, that's the million-dollar question right now. Who is it? Is, is it even Julia Hart? I mean, going back against the uh, Varsity Blondes, I mean, after what we've seen of her, maybe somehow basically tell the vars- her friend Brian Pillen and Griff Garrison what she thinks of them. I mean, should she turn her back on the Varsity Blondes? We don't know yet. But anyway, good show tonight. 
We also saw tension between Adam Cole and Hangman Page, but of course, once again, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish show up, and all hell breaks loose when the Dark Order shows up. And now we're going to have Adam Cole, baby, taking on, of course, President Ten Vance, who's going to be pissed off and hungry and hungrier than ever, no pun intended, this Friday on Rampage. we got the Switchblade Jay White taking on Trent Beretta, if you will, like I said, however. And like I said, we already had two of the four members of the Face of the Revolution match. Revol- I mean, I just talked to Danny about this a few minutes ago, right before I came on the line. I can say right now, Revolution is shaping up to be very, very good in a few weeks in Orlando. Very good. And it might be one of the match pay-per-views of the year early on in 2022. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I am too. What were we saying, no, Mitt? Sorry. I say that's the day after my birthday and the day before John's birthday. Yeah, between you guys. So you guys are going to see some good excitement down there in the Magic Kingdom. So a little message to the senile, racist, big, narcissistic, arrogant little toad that is none other than VKM. A word of advice, my rich billionaire, so-called head bigwig. But I will save it for a minute because I know you were about to say something. Go ahead. I know as much as you hate him right now, I want MJF to pass the WWE with his promo. He could. Let him, him and Punk should bury WWE in the promo. Oh, I agree. Like, I 100% agree there. I will agree with you there. I will agree. That is the first thing. I, that For the first time in a while, and I mean... As much as, yeah, and you know, and, and I, I mean, that is one thing I will agree with you, mate. Yes, agree with you there. 100% with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, as mm-hmm. I said earlier, Vince, you old, senile, racist, bigot, narcissistic piece of shit, listen up and listen well, my friend. Mitt brought up a good point. A very, very, very good point. You ask me. And guess what, however? All I know is, however, the clock is, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, however. Uh, like I said, however, um, and right now, apparently Tony Khan did an interview with the Sporting News today. He says that AEW could be on its way to the City of Angels, folks, L.A. We could be seeing AEW in the City of Los Angeles, folks. That's going to be scary because Double or Nothing is going to be there in Vegas in May. But anyway, listen up, Vince, and listen well, and I hope you're listening. Basically, get the balls out of Tony Khan's, or Vince, uh, what was I going to say, of Nick Khan's mouth in John Laryngitis' backside, as well as Bruce's left nut and, and uh, Kevin Dunn's right. You're going to find out in a couple weeks what a real pay-per-view is about, what a real show's about. It'll be right there in Orlando, Florida, for the whole world to see. What is it called again? Someone please tell me. What is the name of the pay-per-view? Ah! Ah! I know what it is. It's called Revolution. And once again, Revolution will show everyone in WWE land that they can put on a good show. They can bring it all night long. And guess what? What are you going to do then, Vince? What are you going to do then? I wonder. You're going to cry? You're going to ball and bitch and cry. piss and moan? And... He's going to cry What's to that? Nick Donkey Kong. That's what he's going to do. Yes. 
He's he's exactly right, right, because he knows he'll be beat once again by the head chess master, the man who is playing one step, a few steps ahead, and continues to show. However, this isn't silly winks. This isn't Yahtzee. Hell, this isn't even a play of risk. This is called all in. This is called the whole fucking show. Right now, Tony Khan every week continues to show why it is the all effing show. Because he's putting on good products with good people out there who bust their ass and basically give the fans what the money's the money's worth. And tonight in Nashville, once again, they showed what they did in Nashville by putting on a damn good show. Very entertaining for the most part. Like I said, very entertaining. So like I said, we'll see what uh, Rampage is going to be like this week, obviously. Time will tell. But again, that's all I'm going to say about it for right now. So I will have my predictions tomorrow night. I will let you know all ahead of time for Elimination Chamber. I will have a few more things to add from Monday night's trash show in Justin's neck of the woods, which turned out to be idiotic, insane, and downright injustice on a few things. And then maybe, just maybe, I might also add another thing or two about tonight's show and a little bit about the NXT Vengeance Day, but I think I already did that last night, so I'm not going to touch that. So I'm going to add a little bit more real quick about tonight's show before I save myself for tomorrow night's show about Raw and then give my predictions for the Elimination Chamber. The only thing that was kind of, I wouldn't say great tonight, maybe you guys will agree to disagree with me, maybe was the whole thing involving Lee Moriarty and, of course, the whole thing with uh, Daniel Bryan. But I, Brian Danielson, thank you. Yeah. But I think I know where we're going for it, though. We know where we're going for this. Obviously, they're setting up self between the mocks and Daniel Bryan. Obviously. So, we'll see what happens. What happens. Where the hell is Miro Brian Cage? Well, to answer your question, I'll answer that real quick. Brian Cage, I think, at this point right now, I don't think he's coming back to AEW. Unless he's going to join Brody King and Malachi Blackstable and they change his whole gimmick around. Unless that's the plan. And I'm saying that's a big if. I don't see that happening. Miro, I'll agree with you. Where the hell has he been? He's been off for a few months, I understand. Probably taking it easy, maybe nursing up some injuries and spend time with Lana. I get that. <clears throat> maybe, who knows? We might even see Lana maybe make her debut next week, possibly. On Dynamite. Maybe as a member of Malachi and uh, possibly Brody King's table as the new person, if not Julia Hart. But I thought we were going to see Malachi, or not Malachi, we are going to see Miro tonight in his hometown. We thought we were going to see that happen. I was all for it. I wanted to see it myself even. But unfortunately, they decided not to bring him on TV tonight, which sucked. Oh, well, what are you going to do? It happens. It's okay. But all told, a pretty good show tonight. I got to give this show... About an eight, an eight and a half out of ten. I, I mean, I was very entertained when I saw it tonight. I, I, I did like it. The only thing, like I said, I didn't like was the whole Matt Hardy Andrade thing at the end. But hey, it is what it is. So overall, I think tonight's viewership will be good. Maybe about 9:30 to 9:50. Maybe 9:60. We'll see. 
And we saw what happened last week, obviously, with the emergence of Keith Lee. And I'm surprised even Keith Lee wasn't on tonight, except for that promo. So hopefully, um, just for this week, uh, they decide to give Keith Lee FTR uh, and them the night off. I get that. But they should have. But hopefully they'll be back next week. We'll see what happens, obviously, in, um, like I said, Bridgeport when they come to you live from there. Now, as I said last night, folks, I will say one more thing, and I'm going to shut up, I swear. We do have an update on certain events that are coming to you at a facility near you, and we'll tell you about those very, very quickly. I mentioned them already last night, and I'll mention them one more time and plug them one more time. Coming up, of course, Wednesday night, April the 15th, ladies and gentlemen, should I say, excuse me, Friday, April 15th, it is Battle of the Belts 2 Electric Boogaloo from Garland, Texas, in the DFW area, however, at the Curtis Colwell Center. This literally less than, however, uh, less than a week and a half, almost two weeks after WrestleMania. So apparently AEW is going to be showing up right after WWE has the granddaddy of them all, however, at AT&T Stadium. Interesting. Very interesting. By the way, tickets for that show will go on sale next Friday morning. And also next Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen, AEW returns to Pittsburgh. Yes, folks, the Steel City. Wednesday night, April the 20th, with Dynamite and Rampage yet again. Your hometown. And of course, my hometown, yes. And this time, I hope I'm going, because I didn't go last time. And of course, we all know what happened the last time AEW was in town in Pittsburgh. We saw a history in the making when Christian Cage won the Impact title against Mr. Omega. We saw Dr. Bitch Baker wearing her Steeler colors proud and loud in the Steel City. We saw a lot of things that were very interesting. But now we're going to see some Nor additions to the thing. We'll see Adam Cole once again back in Pittsburgh for the first time in quite a long time. We will see the limitless one, Keith Lee, return to Pittsburgh. Hell, we might even see Sting here, along with the Manish Jay Cargill, along with Jericho, Baker, Hangman, Darby, Orange Cassidy, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, Mox. Who knows what else we'll see. But that's coming up, folks, Wednesday night, April the 20th. Mark it on your calendar. It will be coming to you live, and tickets go on sale next Friday. But now, AEW will be also, not far from Chad's neck of the woods, in Columbia as well. But speaking of Columbia, no, not the home of uh, uh, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Columbia, South Carolina, home of the Cox. And speaking of Cox, we'll be seeing plenty of those, obviously, this Monday night after Saudi Arabia, when WWE returns... From Saudi, if you will. Of course, for episode 1500 of Monday Night Raw and the build-up for WrestleMania. The question is, will Cody Rhodes be there? Show no. There. No, I don't think so. Too early. But, too early, yes, right, exactly. But, it is coming, folks. And all I can say mm-hmm. is, however, again, like I said last night, Again, Cody, I hope you're happy selling out the fans and selling out basically everyone and what you did in AEW. But guess what? You're in for the ride of your life, my friend. You better realize this time, however, that this isn't a game no more. This isn't a stunt. This isn't the Go Big Show. This isn't Roads to the Top with you and the everlasting, loving little... Backstabbing little bitch, Brandy. 
no, 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 no. This is WWE. And it shame, shame. Long, I'm, sure. I'm sure it will not take you long before you realize the error of your ways. And if you don't realize it, so be it. But all I know is, however, you just may have made the gravest mistake of your life. Maybe. We'll see. So, but all I know is JD, the clock is running. What's that? Let's talk about this. I mentioned Please. to Chad just a few minutes ago, I said the best thing for Cody to do is yeah. either go to New Japan or buy Ring of Honor. Because we yeah, don't need totally. a TV. You, yeah, you and I talked. You and I have been talking about this this last the last few days. Yes, I agree. But again, remember what I said last night too, though, guys. And you heard what I said last night, and I'll repeat it again in case anyone didn't hear me. What if this is all a trick? What if this is all a stunt for Cody to just come in and take away the company from Vince and buy out the company and own it for himself and tell the con man, tell People Power, tell Dunn, laryngitis. Guess what? You've been loyal to Vince, and everyone's been uh, you've been uh, basically uh, making everyone's life a living hell at times over the years. And you've also found a way to make people's lives happy. Well, guess what? I'm going to be the one that has the final say in this now. So get ready. You guys are going to be looking elsewhere. You guys will be looking to find your next paycheck on the streets because I bought the company, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. At least I hope so. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Very interesting, but I but I don't get it. But the question is, but the question is, what happened between him and Tony Khan? What if, assuming everything went Tim is is true? What happened between Cody and Tony Khan? Did something? That that's a that's a, you know, Mitt, that's a very good question. I wish I knew the answer to that too. I don't know. I mean, all we know was it was a handshake agreement. Uh, hold on a second. But here's the problem, and, I, and I'm going to tell you this, Chad. No matter... Who wants Chinese takeout? I don't drink place. I'll have the cream of some young guy. Anyway, go ahead. No matter where Cody is going, he still will be known as the founder of AEW, whether you like it or not. And, you know, you go to WWE, good luck. That's all I have to say. Good luck. Yeah. But it's best for you to By go the way, to we might have a surprise here. I'm hoping we have a surprise here. This is for Chad. An old friend of ours might be uh, coming, hopefully, on. He's trying to get on earlier, however, however, but hopefully he'll be on right then. Um, just to answer that question, uh, I do have I do have an update on on that possibly, and unfortunately, it is. It is not the case. Before I had a chance to, to, I was doing some double checking. I did not realize that this that this individual was trying to get on. Before I had an opportunity to get that situated, um, unfortunately, 
he left. Oh. So, um, I did not realize that it was. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Scratch that for a second. Scratch that for a sec. Wait a. Wait, just a minute here. I'm double. Um, I'm double checking something right now. Hold on. Unless, of course, I got something going on with TalkShoe here. I'm trying to confirm this. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, wait a minute here. Just a second here. Why? Hey, when, of course, when I hate it whenever the, whenever your computer stalls a little bit. I'm sure everybody kind of, kind of hate, kind of, kind. Um, you know how you know how sometimes everyone's computer tends to get stuck with something. Uh, um okay uh come on stop delaying here come on work okay wait a minute just about think I may have something here they're saying right now you're gonna do it do it stop the lean oh wait a minute okay wait a minute I think I've got it here now I think I got it clear Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that could only mean one thing. And I think it is only appropriate that our, let's just say, mystery panelist reveal himself, if you please. Ah, you know who I am if you don't. Yes, indeed, gentlemen. The man, the man, 
Everybody do the pose, the pointing now. Do the finger right there at it. Right there you go. Right, just like that. Okay. The man has returned to the center to the center stage. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, he is. <clears throat> of course, let's see. Um, I'm hoping I'm counting this number right. I'm just going to just share a we'll just say a multi-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a holder of several of our championships here in WCW US. He is, of course, the COO of WCW US. Of course, he's the man that, of course, has always been, has made things happen in WCW US for an extremely, extremely long period of time. Let's just say he is just two. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, I give you the only man who mainly needs no introduction. But of course, it's appropriate we give it to him anyway. <laughs> he is the one and the only, the king in W.O. Mr. GTS, and no, we're not talking about going to sleep either. King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith. GTS, welcome to, and of course, it's been a little while since you've been with us, and already Revolution, the mothership is up to episode number 1,106. That's awesome. Yes. This show has been moving itself like a freight train, my man. And I'm sure you have heard here we've got JD, we have got Mitt Patel, and we got Justin Lewis Fleming here along alongside here. Uh as always, GTS, my friend, welcome back here, my man. Uh, <clears throat> first off, we gotta ask, how have you been? Uh, I've been surviving. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't, I can't complain. Well, too much, of course. You know, uh, with everything going on here with the this, we'll just say this blooming pandemic. Of course, I'd rather have a blooming onion than that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, but. Uh, I'm sure you have I've been hearing a lot of things here about a few of the wrestling issues out there here lately. Um, has anything kind of caught your ear and caught your eye that you wish to mention, wish to throw out there? Probably the Cody Rhodes thing. I'd like to see where it goes and develops. Certainly. Of course, the big rumor flying out there, a possible WWE return. Some people speculate that may be a cover. Might be like a like a ruse or something. Maybe just so that way they can have something to chew the fat on, I guess you could say. Um, a lot of speculation about New Japan. A lot of speculation maybe 
having something to do with possibly Ring of Honor while it's on hiatus, maybe. Some thoughts about that. Um, where do you think Yo. the, the... Go ahead, I'm sorry, please. But anyway, based upon everything that's been thrown out there, what's your assessment of it? Well, it could go many ways. Like, uh, I don't see Cody going back to Jody, but all the hardship and stuff. But, no, you never know. But uh, there's other options, like buy ROH. Could do something with Shane McMahon. I think me and JD talked about it. Mm-hmm. There's very many ways of what could be done. Mm-hmm. I mean, could could this be a continuation? I mean, if you and let's just say, for example, because we've been th- this is one option that we've been throwing out here since this news broke yesterday. Could could this, if in fact, say Cody goes in another direction, if the WWE rumor is is simply nothing more than that, just a rumor, could this be, could say something like a possibility? Could this be something that you know the, a continuation of, of something that Cody may have against WWE? Yeah, well, it could be. Uh... He wasn't treated very well, and then his time in AEW, he took shots at Triple H and stuff, so it doesn't look like he could, he could go back, but you never know nowadays, because WWE's grasping for straws, and they're looking for any main event they can mm-hmm. suck money out of, so... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Indeed. Oh, I agree. I definitely, I definitely one, I definitely 100% agree. Obviously, of course, also, um, um, we have, of course, obviously two wrestling events going on. It's going to be a full day of wrestling on Saturday. Obviously, of course, they're doing the elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia. Uh, of course, a lot of talk about you know that's how hasn't really been kind of a hasn't really that's not really it was really kind of a bright idea and putting a pay per view of that nature, of course, over there. But I mean, you know, they're wanting they're wanting to show some they're wanting to of course get the word out there about uh, the possi- about uh, you know how WWE wants to be, of course, on a global scale, but I'm sure there's like a backstory to that. Um, For the money, it's all about the oh. money. Oh, of course. I mean, about everything these days has been about. I've been about that, yeah. So, and I'm sure Vince is probably kissing the gold rings of the Saudi prince over there, even as we speak. Uh, so, who knows? They may even find a turban big enough to fit that big head of Vince's. I don't know, <laughs> or whatever it is they wear over there. I don't. I forgive me. I'm not trying to be, but yeah. Of course, obviously you got Impact's got one coming up as well. No surrender. Of course, they're doing a Ring of Honor storyline in that. They're doing the Forbidden Door thing over there. Um. Uh, <clears throat> 
<clears throat> obviously uh, um, stipulation. Of course, they got they have like a ten minute tag match that's going to be Saturday. Whereas, of course, if the Ring of Honor squad defeats Team Impact, then they get to of course stay in Impact. But if they lose, they have to leave Impact. Obviously, um, and of course, you got. Those who are allowed Ring of Honor's championships, they're being allowed to defend these belts at other events. I mean, it's unprecedented that you see this in some respects, you know. Um, obviously, you've got um, an impact, a female impact superstar holding the Ring of Honor women's belt as well was the triple a what, what they call it the um um what's that oh what's that belt called um reina de Reynas, i think that's how they pronounce it i'm forgive me if I'm yeah yeah but diana perrazzo holds both of those titles and she's been doing like the doing the open challenge thing and she did one i think last thursday and i think of course obviously she came out on top <clears throat> Now, here was uh, GTS, if I may. Um, speaking of impact, of course, even though this did happen last month, I wanted to get kind of your thoughts on this about Mickey James, of course, making a one night return at the Royal Rumble and, and by coming to in the women's Royal Rumble match, coming in there carrying one of Impact Wrestling's championship belts on a WWE. Platform. I thought that was crazy because I thought that would never happen, but it it did, and uh, you know we've seen a lot of uh, the icon ladies fighting in the rumble, but that was that shocked me right there because I was thinking, wow. Mhm. Certainly, it's been like. Like a little bit of the part of Vince, it seems how they had a lot of past superstars taking part in both of these Rumble matches, the men's and the women's, because I'm sure I mean, you probably ever heard with a lot of the releases that they did just right before the holidays and everything. And obviously they needed something to fill the gaps and lo and behold, they call upon about every single person under the sun, especially the women. Match. I mean, obviously, you saw Kelly Kelly get involved. You saw Summer Ray come back and get involved. Obviously, you saw Lita, and apparently, Lita is going to be uh, Melina. Yes. Um, of course, the biggest one, GTS. I'm sure you would agree. Obviously, was Ronda Rousey, and you know now that she is going to be now facing Charlotte at WrestleMania for the SmackDown belt, but she's also going to be wrestling in the Women's Tennis Saturday, along with Naomi, against Charlotte and Sonya Deville, who's supposed to be coming back in wrestling. Um, um, obviously, I, don't, I mean, your opinion about Ronda Rousey making her return there, Gerard? What's your take on that? Uh, I'm not a really big fan of Ronda Rousey, so. Uh, Coming mm -hmm. back, I guess, is 
good for some people, but uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, certainly. Oh, oh, I understand. I mean, it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, obviously. But of course, you did mention, of course, the name Shane McMahon, obviously unprecedented that Vince would fire his own son from the company. Um, where does Shane go from here? Is there obviously, of course, the next question. And brought brought a very interesting point about, you know, you know, if the deal with the situation with Cody, of course, obviously, you know, picture Cody and Shane McMahon overseeing Ring of Honor. That would be unprecedented. My personal opinion. What uh, I I hope uh, you know Shane McMahon gets back into it and you know battles with father. It would be interesting to see. Of course, it'd be a real life version of the invasion thing they did back in '01. Whenever he they did the thing with WCW and all that. So, but this would be in real life, obviously. So it won't be just a storyline anymore. It would be just pretty much a. I mean, you hear the term forbidden door being used a whole lot here in this. I mean, what's your take about wrestlers from different organizations going into, to, to, you know, actually go, coming in and actually wrestling, like, say, like a, one like, like did what, what Mickey James and Melina and them did in, from, you know, impact and NWA, of course, in the WWE, and then of course, you got all you got to deal with all the Ring of Honor wrestlers coming in, and you know, dealing with Impact right now. And um, I mean, what you I mean this forbidden door concept? I mean, what's your thoughts about this whole thing about wrestlers coming from going from one to the other while still being contracted to? to one organization they'll go wrestle in another possibly i mean what's your take about this concept i think it's great i think it should have been done years ago i think you know the more talent goes to more organizations you have more matches you have more storylines and i think it's great and uh you know mm-hmm. uh wwe Probably would never do it, but they should start doing it. You know, well, I don't know what they could do it now, but everybody's kind of got their own thing going. But I would say do it. Why not? Like, it adds more entertainment and more stuff for us fans to watch. So, I'm sure, certainly. I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, let us see here if, of course, anyone. Uh, obviously, I'm sure. Um, for example, I'm sure JD might have a couple. We can maybe ask you, Gerard. Let me let's go to him and let's see if he's got anything to ask you here. Uh, JD, please go ahead. Well, we know about the Cody situation, however, but. Um... As far as everything goes right now, I mean, there's certain things going on in AEW, like Keith Lee has walked in the door. However, we've seen Brody King walk in the door. I mean, Tony Khan is definitely still holding his cards, let's just say, to the vest, if you will, and certain people. But right now, 
Out of all the AEW talent so far, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, CM Punk, Howard, like I said, Keith Lee, and of course, the ones I mentioned, which one wrestler do you think so far has been the real, let's just say, I wouldn't say sleeper, but sort of like the, uh, let's just say, the one big standout that AEW has been thinking that AEW fans have been really impressed with seeing so far since uh, walking into the company within the last six months or so? That's a good question. Um, uh, I have to say Adam Cole, uh, Ding, uh, I have to say CM Punk. Because he hasn't been around for seven years, so it's good to see him back and doing his thing. Um, there's a lot of lot of talent uh, in that show, so just good to see them doing good. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Let's see. Well, let's see here. Uh, hmm. This guy's. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let's see what else we can. See what else we can, of course, dig up here. Uh, hmm. I feel like I feel like whistling the thing from the good, the bad, and the ugly right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's see. Um. No, 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 Let's see here. Okay. I think, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think, I think King and WO has, has officially, I think he has left us here for the night, um, we do, of course, appreciate him. We do, of course, thank him for, of course, coming in here tonight. King and W.O., ladies and gentlemen, of course, COO, WCWS, of course, the main man here, of course. We got a chance to, of course, like we said, folks, just like what I did just a little while ago, we kind of shined up the old N.W.O. throne for him. Uh, so we we uh, we definitely, of course, here, um we definitely, of course, got that all prepped and ready, prepped for him and all that. Uh, and once again, Iceman, thank you very much here for, of course, for the for the wonderful surprise here, of course, here indeed. Also, JD, keep in mind here as well. Uh, you mentioned the elimination chamber. Uh, we'll go ahead and point out here to you that keep in mind that ten that 
Impact's notice review is also part of our prediction title challenge. So if you haven't done any voting for it, it's on there as well. And also, of course, an additional match that was added on to Elimination Chamber is also on there too. And obviously, of course, I'm sure you probably have heard about it by now. It is Rey Mysterio taking on The Miz. So they've added that on to the card for Elimination Chamber. So um, just, if, just if you want to get that, get, get your votes in, of course, here for that. Keep in mind here, folks, here, ladies and gentlemen, that voting is still going on for both events. Um, Elimination Chamber, keep in mind, is this Saturday, I believe around uh, 12, 12 yeah. noon, I believe it is. And I think yeah. TNA's, I mean, I'm sorry, TNA, Impact's No Surrender is a little bit later in the evening. I think they're going to air that on that Impact Plus um, channel that they got. Uh, I'm not sure what time exactly it's supposed to start. Uh, but, um, but of course, like I said, if you're not sure of the matches, of course, that is on, that is a part of that. The Wikipedia page for no surrender is there's a link to it on the pay-per-view prediction center, third way Facebook page. If you wish to check that out here as well, of course, we talked about the 10 man tag, the impact world title up for grabs and the impact tag team titles up for grabs. Uh, obviously, of course, the digital media championships up for grabs. Of course, I'm sure that Matt Cardona is going to have a lot to pay for here, especially if, in fact, somehow or another, Jordan Grace's real-life husband, Jonathan Gresham, is, of course, somewhere nearby. You know darn well that he's probably going to, if he sees Cardona, he's going to tear Cardona piece by piece. Oh, big time. So, especially, big time. I'll be right back. Because after what Cardona said after winning that belt last week, there is no doubt, obviously, that there is going to be you-know-what to pay. So it would not surprise me if Gresham, of course, got his hands on him. Um, also, J.D., um, and I think I did post this in the NWA U.S. page. I think I saw something about this earlier today. Um, and, I, and just to make sure that if this is 100% accurate or not, speaking of Matt Cardona, Something about him winning the NWA world title. Um, let me see if I, if I can see if I can find find it where I posted it earlier today. Obviously, here the um, uh, uh, let's let's see here if we can, of course, get it get it. Here to that, then uh, maybe able, maybe be able to that up. Yeah, that's what that and uh, apparently apparently this seems this seems to be of course here the correct thing here. Um, I'm not sure where this happened at, but apparently it seems that we were correct about this. That Matt Cardona is now your new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. 
So, uh, JD, this one man holding two championships and two different promotions. What's your take here? JD. Okay, he may have probably stepped away for just a few moments, but hopefully we'll get him back on here, of course, here soon. But it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, that is, of course, officially confirmed that that I don't know I don't know where it was where he wanted at, but apparently, like I said here, Matt Cardona did somehow get by Trevor Murdoch and win the NWA World Heavyweight Title. So obviously, at one time or another, so apparently, ladies and gentlemen, it seems that Matt Cardona holding the Impact's Digital Media Championship. He is he is currently holding the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Uh, that same piece of gold that, of course, your legendary superstars like everybody from Ric Flair to the late Harley Race to the late Dusty Rhodes to to the late. Uh, um, Jack Briscoe, of course, his brother Jerry, Ricky Steamboat, among others. Um, Matt Cardona seems to be holding it right now, even as we speak. So we'll just have to, uh, we'll just have to, of course, uh, see how all this is going to apply. Uh, apparently, one person that was a little bit surprised about this, whenever I did mention about this, uh, um i'm back okay uh okay jd you got to get a quick thought here i had to, I had to get some confirmation on this i did post i found something on youtube or i posted this on the nwa us page earlier that it seems that my suspicion about this was correct uh, i talked about this actually i think before you came on earlier that now we have a new nwa world heavyweight champion And his name, Matt Cardona. Yeah, I think he I won last week. How did she? Uh, some pay per view last week, I think it was. So, so apparently, like I said, in addition to holding the Impact's digital media title, he's now holding that title as well. Got to get yes, your take on this. What's your What's your take on this deal with about Cardona holding two different belts? two different organizations i think it's interesting because now the question begs however what does he do on saturday night and can he get out with holding both belts still intact or at least one of the belts intact we'll have to wait and see what happens justin what was your take what, what's your take on this matt cardona not only holding now holding the impact digital media title but now he is holding, officially holding the NBA World. He deserves title. it. Congratulations. He deserves it. Apparently, one person that that I told, of course, on the chat box, and I'm sure, Justin, you probably saw this, saw this, uh, um, um, this conversation here earlier here as well. Um, apparently, Michelle did agree with you on this earlier but then when i told her that he's going to be in the 
digital media title against Jordan Grace at the Impact pay-per-view this weekend. She was in complete shock. So, and she actually well, said that was kind of, she said that was kind wait, of wait, dumb. No man, no man. Wait, you're saying that man, man. I mean, it was it was an intergender match, right? I mean, yes, because, what, um, yes, it was. And this, and this match is also going to be an intergender. Jordan is going to try to get the back. So, so, I mean, Jordan Grace is one tough lady, though. I can tell you that. I've, I mean, it's no question. But of course, JD, you did put it best. That's what they also said too. Romantic. Well, it's about to get a little bit more romantic. Candlelight. Oh. A little bud light. Do you smell barbecue? Oh, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, of course, uh, um, much I hate to, to keep uh, um, putting putting this out here. Um. This is also uh well I don't know that's maybe that maybe that's not it. Um, um I'll hear I'll hear it is. Chinese tea, I know a great place. I'll have the cream of some young guy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2 is available, of course, on the movie channel page if you want to check that out there as well. Give that a little bit of a look there. Uh, uh, so, so JD, like I said, as I mentioned here before, uh, um, like I said, um, I'm sure you voted for all the matches for Elimination Chamber. Yep, I just did my questions just now. Okay, and also, the no, sir, you did the one for No Surrender as well, I, I can assume as well. Yep. Excellent. Okay, so you're in. So you you got it all locked in. Very good. Let's see, JD. Of course, we can get you out of last place because right now you currently have just one point. So uh, so this is right okay. All right. Thank you very much, there. Uh, the King Clubs, Mitt Patel, has also left us here for the night. Um, as well as the human suplex machine, John Gross. I think John is currently putting on his uh, his um, his podcast, of course, on his wall, I believe. So definitely check out, of course, check it, check out, check it out, of course, uh, as he talks. I'm sure one sub- subject he is going to be discussing is the situation, of course, here involving Cody Rhodes. I'm sure a lot of other things will be brought up here, of course, here as well. <laughs> but be sure to, of course, listen in on that on John Gross's. Uh, excuse me, Facebook wall, of course, here this evening, of course, currently going on here right now. And, of course, they'll have a lot of time discussion here, of course, here indeed. Um, of course, here, um, let's see if, um, let's see here, let's see, uh, J.D., anything else you wish to add, sir? Hmm. Yeah, this is uh, 
what they'll be Skygo, <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. 44, ladies, that's me! Woo! Don't get some cold cuts today! <laughs> yeah, JD and on that note, I will talk to you guys tomorrow as I will have my last little bit of Rado address and also my prediction. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Okay, we'll talk to you on NW Wolfpack tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Thank you very much. Good night, JD. Good JD. Thank you very much. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do once again thank you the Iceman, Jerry, for joining us here, of course, here tonight as well. Before we, before we, of course, depart, ladies and gentlemen, this night would not be complete without, of course, hearing, hearing, of course, uh, on the set, on listening on, of course, everything, uh, some more items of in, items of interest, of course, in the world of wrestling and pop culture history for today here, February the 16th, and of course, the man that can bring it here to us that provides it every single day, of course, here in the. WS, of course, I'm talking about the Godfather of Soul, Justin. Let me, Justin, please go ahead and proceed with your uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. I will be back here. I will be listening, but I will be back here, of course, here in just a couple of moments to, of course, uh, to, uh, to, of course, uh, listen in a little bit further. I will be right back one more time. You go on right ahead and proceed. Hey, today is a happy 20. 20- 24th birthday to Jimmy Lloyd from Philadelphia. Today's a happy 27th or 28th birthday to Alley Cat. Today's a happy 37th birthday to Mark um, Gonzalez, Breno, by his ring name, Chris Cadillac, Cadillac, and I'm pronouncing that person. Today's a happy 42nd birthday to Mako Oshi, like Mako, Mikado Oshi, Japanese wrestler. Today's a happy 45th birthday to Francois Roda, Renan Marine Francois. Today's a happy 48th birthday to Anaka Caddy, Renan's Renee Anaka, his Renee Anaka, sorry. Today's a happy 52nd birthday to Billy Graham. Cleveland. Today's a happy 52nd birthday to, yeah, I know John mentioned um, 52nd birthday to gang, um, William Heat, David Heat, better known as Union Gang Grill, better known over time in the WWE. Today's a happy 50, 55th birthday to Hiroyuki Umino. Today's a happy 40, 58th birthday to Sunji Tanako, and today would have been a happy one, uh, 200. They would have been a happy 105th birthday to jo- John Joseph Banaka, Sicilian American, anthologist and pro wrestler. And today is unhappy. Today, uh, and here's some wrestling history today. 90 years ago today, 
in Bronx, in the Bronx, in Bronx, New York, Boogie Down Bronx in the New York Coliseum. Sammy Stein defeated Herb Freeman. Ronaldo Garnetti defeated Ralph Wilson. Jim McMullen defeated Benny Ginsburg. Joe Kumar um, um, and Carl Vogel fought in the 30 time limit draw. Narina Pogi defeated Andy Zaroff. And 90 years ago today in New Haven, Connecticut, at New Haven Arena, Paul Favre defeated Stanley Stickney. Baka Zelzanek defeated Jim Corrigan. George Manish uh, and Frank Spears um, fought in a 30-minute time limit draw. Leo Paniski defeated Joe Mixos. Egg Strangler Lewis defeated Mestros Kurilenko. And, nine, um, and uh, 70 years ago today in Brooklyn, New York, at the Broadway Arena, on a match card, I know who won. Frank, Frank Dallow versus Aldo Bogning. George Babbage versus Les Ruffin. Ruffin. Hal Cannon versus Joe DeMars. Pedro Goodroy versus Roland Meeker. Leslie Carlton versus Ernie Dusek. 70 years ago today in Trenton, New Jersey, the Trenton Arena, over 1,000 were in attendance. Don Leo Joppin and Mario DeZoza um, fought in a curfew draw. Terry Majors and I, Ida May and beat, defeated Cora Combs and Betty Hawkins by disqualification. Cora Combs defeated Ida May. Terry Majors defeated Betty Hawkins. Zebra Kid defeated Greg Jark. Golden Hawk and Jim Austri fought in a 20-minute time limit draw. 60 years ago today, promoted by the AWA in Winona, Minnesota at the National Guard Armory, referee was Joe Schneider. Reported attendance was SRO 1000. AWA World Heavyweight Champion Mr. M defeated Tiny Meals in two out of three falls match. Number um. Uh, Mr. M defeated Mr. M, Mr. Mills in the hangman hole in the first in the first um, fall. M was pinned Mr. M in the second fall. Mr. M, Mr. M pinned uh, Mills in the third fall. Bob Geagle defeated Joe Scarpello in two out of three falls match. First fall, Geagle Geagle defeated Scarpello in his first fall. Second fall, Scarpello pinned Geigel after an airplane spin. Third fall, Geigel pinned Scarpello. And Nikita Komoloff defeated Duke Coffin via pinfall. Uh, um, 50 years ago, say, in Monaco, Minnesota, at the uh, promoted by AWA, Dr. X defeated Lars Anderson. Bull Belinsky defeated Big K. Nifsa Marco defeated Rick Farrah. Chris Markoff defeated Dennis O'Brien. Report attendance was 300. And 50, 50 years ago today, promoted by the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, now world's worst wrestling entertainment, at the Harrisburg, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, at the Zimbo Mosque. Manuel Soto versus Professor Toru Chinaka. The Rugged Russians versus J. Chief J. Strombo and, Rick, and Victor Rivera. And WWF. Slash WWE champion Pedro Morales versus Sean Sasiak. Forty years ago today, in the NWA Temple Show at the 
at Tampa at the United States Fort Homer Hesley Armory in Tampa, Florida. Penance was unknown. Mr. Onita defeated Terry Allen. Avalanche Tyler defeated Don Diamond. And uh, Grand Apollo and Jack Briscoe and Jerry Briscoe defeated Iron Mike Shark and J.J. Dillon and Mr. Fuji, Fushi in six million in six person tag elimination match. Butch Reed and she, Sweet Brown Sugar defeated Chan Chung and David Von Erich. Mr. Wrestling II defeated Iron Sheik by disqualification. And Nature Boy Ric Flair and Dory Funk Jr. fought in a draw but um double count out for the NWA world title. Tyler not Tyler did not change hands. Ric Flair was still the champion. Thirty years ago today on WWF Wrestling Challenge, El Mador Tito Santana defeated Dale Wolf. Thirty years ago today on WWF All American Wrestling, recap of Sid Justice turning on Hulk Hogan at Saturday Night's Main Event '92. Thirty years ago today on WCW Main Event, I know you remember this, Chad. Big Josh and Ron Simmons defeated the Young Pistols to become the United States Tag Team Title Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 20 years ago today on WWF slash WWXS, a recap of Stephanie's fake pregnancy and the wedding from Raw, and Jackie is a guest. 20 years ago today on WWF slash WWJack Metal slash Metal, Billy and Chuck defeated um, Albert and Sky Too Hotty. Val Venus defeats, defeated Crash, Lance Storm defeats Funaki, and the Big Boss Man defeats Perry Saturn. 10 years ago today, I know you remember this, Chad. Bobby Roode defeated Jeff Hardy in no, disqualif- no disqualification match to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Austin Aries and Zima Ion defeated Alex Shelley and Shannon Moore. Madison Rain defeated Angelina Love and Bruce, and Bruce T- Brooke, Brooke Tessmacher and Mickey James and ODB and Rosita and Sarita and Tara and Velvet Sky and Winter in the TNA Women's Knockout title number one contendership battle royal. And James Storm defeated Bullet Ray in a TNA World Heavyweight title number one contendership match. Ten years ago today, on WWE Superstars, Oksana defeated Max Singh. Jack Swagger with Vicky Guerrero defeated Mason Ryan. And Epico and Primo with Rosa Mendez defeated Alice Riley and Santino Morella. And that's it. Okay. Thank you very much there, Justin. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that Justin does post your daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports. You can find those, the wrestling portion on WCWS fan empire, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS appreciation. And also the, the pop culture on WCWS entertainment cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS entertainment. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining here tonight. For episode 1106, of course, of WCWS Revolution, Mr. W- Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw hereby thanks, of course, the following uh, fine group of folks here tonight. King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Ivan Jared D. the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the King and Cause Matt Patel, as we did, of course, discuss some last-minute stuff, of course, concerning Monday night's edition of Raw. Also, of course, did discuss some of the, of course, the matches from NXT's Vengeance Day event last night. <clears throat> also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, 
of course, did, of course, continue to remind everyone of, of course, of, of our triple threat prediction title challenge. Of course, one third already taken care of with, of course, the Vengeance Day event from last night. Also, of course, here, folks, also, of course, let everyone know about where we stand in terms of points here at this at this point. Uh, <clears throat> and also, of course, we got to chew the fat a little bit with King NWO. Of course, he has not been on for a little while, but he had a chance to throw out his personal opinions on everything going on, of course, from the situation involving Cody Rhodes to, of course, what's been going on here in wrestling here as of late with the Forbidden Door situation and everything, of course, of that nature as well. <clears throat> so otherwise, a tremendous show here tonight here indeed. Uh, as we said, of course, don't forget tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, at 7.30, WCW US Wrestling Debate, uh, 139-925-POUND. And also, episode, I know, 340, I won't say 343 or 340, I think it's 343, of NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-POUND. Of course, we'll bring you our thoughts about what happened last tonight, of course, on Dynamite. Also, of course, here, folks, we'll finish getting some more thoughts in, of course, about what happened Monday on Raw. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll start getting our predictions in for both Elimination Chamber and the No Surrender, of course, for this Saturday. <clears throat> and, of course, a lot of other big-time wrestling talk here, of course, will take place here as well. So be sure to listen in on both Wrestling Debate and NWO Wolfpack, of course, here tomorrow here in the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Revolution episode 1106 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older, continuing the radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Be sure to check out all of our groups, of course, here on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue, of course, to work on getting a lot, a lot of big-time footage here posted. Uh, one moment, one key video of interest i will go and point 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 to you we did post this video in two different groups here ladies and gentlemen one of them is our group dedicated to david letterman of course legacy of letterman wcw us nxtng video vault as of course it was an early it was from the early days of david letterman's of course show i think it was when he was still doing late night of course on nbc is when he interviewed andre the giant so uh, that's a very interesting one, of course, here. In, in fact, so you can go to either Legacy of Letterman or the Video Vault to check out that particular video. But check out all of our videos. We've got a lot of the wrestling moments, some classic cartoons, some classic video games uh, highlighted. Of course, a bunch of different things, of course, have been posted here as well. So check out everything we've got going on here, of course, on all of our groups in WCWS, of course, on Facebook. And check out all of our past episodes of all of our shows, of course, right here <clears throat> that we've done for the past six years, of course, right here on, on Talk Shoe. And listen to us a lot of stuff that we've been talking about here for many, many years. You'll be you'll fascinated with a lot of the big time discussions that we have, that we have had over, over that we have had over this. Even though it's not a real big time span, of course, nevertheless, it has been, of course, a lot of big time interesting discussions indeed. Revolution episode 11, as we said, <clears throat> uh, just to also, of course, uh, 
just like I said, just to also point out here, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind by what is at stake with our prediction title for both, of course, now for Elimination Chamber and No Surrender. Uh, the championships, one more time, that is up for grabs, of course. Uh, keep in mind the NJPWS Super Fight Championship, the WCWUS Elimination Chamber Championship, the WCWUS Horseman Championship, the AEWS Limitless Championship, the AWAUS Diamond Exchange Championship, the WCWS Bloodlineship, the NXT US Rival Championship, the Impact US Honor No More Championship, and the NWA US Worldwide Championship. Also keep in mind two uh, two title opportunities, of course, against current champions, of course, up for grabs. Uh, of course, someone will earn an opportunity to face the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas, as we said, for the NXT US Vengeance Championship. And also, ladies and gentlemen, someone will earn an opportunity to take on the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo for the Impact US Digital Media Championship. So, like I said, the more folks that, of course, that sign in and get those votes in, of course, the more, <clears throat> the more, of course, we, the more, of course, opportunities, of course, we'll be able to, of course, hand out. And, of course, these matches could come in the form of one-on-one -on -one matches, uh, fatal, uh, uh, triple threats, fatal four ways. You never know what, how we'll be able to do all this and make them some interesting, of course, big-time matchups, of course, here indeed. <clears throat> so be sure to, of course, get your name in the hat here, of course, here for 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 our big time lineup here coming up here very very soon indeed since 2015 ladies and gentlemen your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between of course be sure to as always ladies and gentlemen be sure to stay safe out there of course say keep your hands clean keep yourself clean and of course like i said do a whole lot of praying of course uh, and, 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 of course, as far as your family and everything, of course, is concerned. Of course, with this pandemic still looming around here a little bit, of course, you don't want to take any chances. But remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. Justin, we'll talk about you tomorrow night on Wolverine. Please take care and please stay safe.